Hear ye, hear ye. Uh, regular people of the realm. <laughs> like I'm crazy. It is I, Lord McMorris, here to introduce the other lords. His Lordship Murray of House Murray. And Lord, and Lord Bob Goblin. The Spanish, the Spanish conquistador cannot uh, meet with us tonight. He is using his pilon to make something. This nigga make it with his pilon. <laughs> well, I, I figured you would. My fungo or something, you know what I'm saying? What are you doing? I mean, you making some black rice or something, you know what I'm saying? What do you got going on? I don't know, but I, I figured since he's a conquistador, the P long just sounds, it just kind of sounded better. So, <laughs> I, I have no idea if Needle King even knows what a P long is. But, um, you might, you know. His name is Miguelito. Yeah, I'm sure he knows. I'm sure he's had a paella and all that. Yeah. Well, I have done my job. Regular people of the realm, I turn it over to Mr. A. Mike himself. <laughs> Internets. It is our 50th episode 5-0. <laughs> yeah, you got to do like uh, Labor Day on um, Eastern Parkway vibes. Like... <laughs> supply the bottles for sure. I mean, uh, his lordship's passing out gorilla group blunts, so we good. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> nah, that was, that's a dope vibe, though. You know what I'm saying? Gorilla Blue. Shoulder and gorilla Blue. That sounds like a new party to me. That's the might new gin and juice. Might have to make that happen. <laughs> I think so. I mean, not, not that I'm active, but um, word on the street is that Gorilla Glue is not even readily available like that anymore. Yeah, because you got all the supply, that's why. Nah, it ain't me, brother. You wait for homecoming to drop again, so you could, you know, <laughs> act accordingly. Strictly Henny at homecoming. Mm. And 
vibes. Homecoming Murray is super different. He, that's when he he stripes himself of his Lord title, and uh, he just he acts like a court jester out out there in, in, in these streets. I don't know what y'all talking about. Each other. Nah, he different. Internets. The fiftieth episode. Through the wire podcast. This is Black Water. So, hmm, is it small talk of Murray time? I think so. <laughs> All right. So, for the small talk, um, I ain't gonna lie. So, I know we're par- partially supposed to talk about the Wu Tang show, but we decided to dash that a little bit. But I, I checked out two of the new, two of the new episodes. Um, it's three available on Hulu. But, oh, season two? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think Riz is just, he's doing too much with this embellishment stuff, so. Um, so are I you got, saying it's not really good? Like, oh, it's just too much. Oh, I'm not going to say it's not good, like, without giving up away. Like, on the show, he's never lost a fight, which is rare. I mean, he just does things to be like, all right, yeah, right. I'm, I'm sure that didn't really happen. Wait, Bobby? Yes. Bobby has never lost a fight. Have you seen? I mean, how much have you watched? I mean, I stopped after he lost the game of chess. But, <laughs> but no, honestly, after the, like, the first two episodes or whatever, after we said it was a wash, I kind of was, you know, put my attention back on the game of Thrones. All right. So there's there's a scene in the first season where he's like, <clears throat> I guess he's walking in a building and there's a, a gentleman. I'm not gonna call him a gentleman. He was abusing this young lady uh, verbally, and he was attempting to abuse her physically afterwards. Bobby steps in, hits him, boom, pat, drops him, tells dude chill, dude just sits there and chills, and he goes on about his business. Second this season- the same, I'm sorry, this the same Bobby that everybody was telling him to, he needs to get a set of balls. This same one. Yes, sir. Now, second season, um, he got a little shorty, wherever they located at, uh, her ex pulls up to his uh, her party. You know, she tells him, you know, just chill, everything good. Dude's like, talk, try to pull it to the side. Bobby runs up on him, drops him, quick two peaks, done. But I'm like, yo, this dude's never lost, like, nobody even put a hand on this dude, like, in this show. So, I think Riz is doing a little bit too much. So, I guess my, my um, small talk was going to be, you know, if you were doing an origin story of sorts on your life, or how much would you embellish? No, like, is there a, a, a specific part of your life you embellish, and how would you, like, how would you go about it? Huh? I don't know if anyone read the notes prior. No. Well, I mean, um, like, I don't really know what I would change, though. Like, I mean, not change, but embellish, or like tell the story different or whatever. I don't know. What about you? I mean, first thing I thought about was this uh, basketball tournament that I was in as a, a child, which was kind of like a coming out party. But if I was to embellish, I would say I scored all the points and we won. I mean, we didn't happen. I scored a majority of the points, but we lost. But that's but the only then, thing I can really think of. Like, I wouldn't do no people, OD stuff. Huh? People would come in like, yo, nah, that didn't happen. 
You know, everybody. Nobody like, doing that to the Rizzo. I mean, but can they though? I mean, he already had Raekwon shooting up Ghostface Killer House. That's wild. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure a lot of this stuff is like like some awesome four TV. Like it's a better story this way. But I guess I mean, and, and you the money man. If you the one making the show, like, what can they say? Yeah, so I don't know. I just thought of something simple like that. Yeah, because I mean, you know, my I would probably be like, yo, I actually bagged a shorty that I didn't bag, and, <laughs> and then with my luck, she'll be like, nah, that ain't happen. So you end up in the shade room or something, like. Dude. <laughs> Podcast personality, <laughs> Lord McMorris. Yeah, Lord McMorris is a through the wire podcast. Caught lying on his dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing I wouldn't do is lie about lie on my joint. Yeah. So, uh, Bob Goblin, you, any uh? Nah, I don't, I don't know. I think he got technical difficulties. Damn. I think he just won't put that sound in the um, podcast. Yeah. I think I think you started to do this on purpose. Fuck is going on? I guess it might be time to get you know the real studio equipment out. You know what I'm saying? But now nah, I haven't you know lied on much long. You know what I'm saying, pause. <laughs> <laughs> like Lord Big Boris out here in these streets. I don't understand why I didn't say nothing. My shit just my fucking headphones just dropped. Okay. Shit just went hey, buddy. and I'm not drafting either. So. Are those the exclusive bows? Yo, chill, bro. What? Uh, don't you have bows there for me? Yeah. <laughs> Why got you? <laughs> chill, son. Yeah, let me see. Have I embellished on anything? I'm pretty sure I have. Um, I'm not saying I have. What would you embellish on? Like, oh, I can see you like making yourself like some R&B. God of sorts. Neo Soul, my nigga. What's the difference? Come on, don't, don't disrespect <laughs> my, my subgenre, okay? <laughs> don't be disrespectful. Yeah, well, hey, I, I, you know, I'll probably say, you know, I wrote a few songs and some shit. You know, I am a writer. A um, writer of writer. Right, you know what I'm saying? Well, I, you know, almost done with my book, which I am. But I'm not. But I am. That makes any sense. Yes. Um, yeah, you know. Well, that door is wild. That creaky door is wild. My door? It's like, it's like a, a scary movie scene or some shit. Yeah, they get scary hours. Word. Yeah, but I think, yeah, I, you know, I wrote a couple of Neo Soul records. Uh, my book about to come out. What else? Yeah, I think that's about it. I'm sorry, what are we talking about? How he would embellish. 
But like, you don't think nobody will ever fact check you? Well, the writer thing, you can always put another name down. So it's just, that's kind of hard. Right. All right. Even the book, you can say, this is my book. And you have a pen name or whatever they call them. That's exactly what they call them. See, my pen name would be, you know, super easy. It's gonna be maybe one or two things, you know. And they gonna find out that's me unless I go super crazy and call myself something else that nobody would think. But I'm not that clever, so. <laughs> Is the name you want to say on on air, or you just you saving them? Nah, I mean. If I'm writing a book, <laughs> like Thurston Purplebottom. What? Thurston Purplebottom. What was my man's name? Uh, Timothy De La Ghetto. What kind of fucking <laughs> name is Thurston Purplebottom? <laughs> That's a wild name. Son. I mean, who would you would you would you think to link that to anybody that you know? No, absolutely not. Like, I'm gonna have to use that. Good looking. <laughs> Morgan Yellowstone. We only got six listeners, so it don't matter. That might be my that might be my dream. Morgan Yellowstone. I can see you signing fucking checks like that too, like you Morgan know, Yellowstone. And, and fucking, um, but I would sign it in a yellow sharpie. I would only sign in a yellow sharpie for Yellowstone. Like I would only sign in a yellow sharpie. That would be my signature thing. <laughs> More than Yellowstone. That's a wild name. Oh, Langston Greenwood. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Lord McMorris is a colorful motherfucker, that's why. Or Spencer Black. <laughs> Spencer Black, huh? Yeah. I'm just gonna go straight with Mr. McNasty, and that's it. <laughs> oh, so you're really not being discreet at all? No. All right. Well, that ends my small talk. Uh, I don't know how much of that is gonna make it, but not everything is going on. Here. I'm just gonna insert the want, 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 you know, for the 50th episode. <laughs> you know, internet. Maybe one of y'all, you know. Be nice to us this holiday season and give us some studio equipment, you know. Or you guys will donate to the cause and have us link up at least <laughs> twice a month to record live. How about that, Internet? Or if you're just a sound engineer who wants to uh, provide us with the crisp, clean sound, we appreciate that too. Hit us up and let us know what we got to do. We're gonna keep this thing going. We're gonna have like ten thousand episodes. All right. Yes, that's like a lot. That was a large number. This nigga said that's a lot. That's it. Fuck the goal. We're not gonna reach it. It ain't happening. Only with two with two episodes a week, you can make that happen. That shit. 
take us up every long time. I mean, maybe, hopefully, by episode 100, we can at least have a sponsor. Well, listen, you know, if the crypto giant, who is Lord McMorris, gets a bag, you know, where he shares with his lords, maybe we don't have to, you know, we can record every day. And, like, the talk. This 50th episode is wild, son. This nigga outside of nature right now. What's going on? Yo. Did we lose Joey? Technical difficulties again. (laughs) Do you want to get into everything and nothing, or are you going to splice that up, too? I mean... Everything and nothing, you know. So everything and nothing today is about confidence uh, versus cockiness. And um, I really didn't think about this too much. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry. Into that. I could have sworn I could have sworn there was more stuff over here earlier. Yeah, yeah, I think it was, but I, I got sidetracked with a bunch of meetings today for a lot of high-profile projects. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe life flex cut some shit up and did something that I wasn't supposed to and now it's missing. Um, confidence versus cockiness. I don't even know what to talk about on that regard. <laughs> <laughs> it's either one or the other, you know what I'm saying? I mean... It could be a combination of the... Of the you could, I guess, you know. Some people would say I'm cocky, cause, um, and if they do, I'll just tell them it's confidence, and that'd be that. I don't think I come off as cocky. I'm very humble. Hello. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, my fault. Master of coin. He's back. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So I was talking about the everything and nothing segment. Uh, Confidence versus cockiness. Which one do you prefer? Or what is most mostly you? Are you a cocky person or you're a very confident person? Um, I think I think uh, humble and co- I think con- confident. Like I don't think I'm cocky. Like I've been, you know, I've had a lot of humble experiences. Right. What do you think makes a person extremely cocky? Pause. Uh, like arrogant like I don't know I think it's I think when it's like like a superiority kind of thing like I'm better than you I don't know I mean I you know like you can know like you're better than somebody maybe in certain ways but you don't voice it I think like when you're arrogant like you you voice your superiority over others yeah so I have a wild story um, when I started in my industry some 16 years ago, that's a long time. A very long time. Uh, I worked for a small mom and pop shop, electrical contractor, 16 years ago. A long time ago. But anyway, like I said, it was a small mom and pop shop. 
Um, the owner was the father, he was the CEO, the president was the son. And then they brought um, the daughter in there. She was a lawyer by trade, so she didn't really have any background in design and construction or electrical knowledge or whatever. <laughs> so they brought her in as a PM. PM means project managers for the internet that don't know that lingo. And she was doing some paper shuffling. Basically making some copies of some drawings or something on a plot or whatever the fuck it was. So her father comes to her and says, I'm not gonna mention the name because she passed away, but her father comes to her and says, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. You have, what do you say? He says, that's beneath you. You have people here that are supposed to do that shit. And I'm just looking like, okay. Super wild. So that's some wild, crazy, arrogant, cocky shit. So wait, the, the mom and pop shop, was that small that you heard all this or? Oh yeah, it was very small. Like, oh, it was probably on the, in the office, maybe 10 to 12 people that worked inside the office. Okay. Very small, very small mom and pop shop. They probably made about $30 million a year. Um, and of course, all that shit went to them. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was three estimators, two project managers, the president, the CEO, a controller, and that was a central receptionist. And I think maybe one or two other people. That was that was it. So, so, so were you an estimator since you were junior in your career, or were you? Yeah, I, so. When I graduated, I, I got hired as an assistant project manager. So I called it certified paper shuffler. Because that's essentially what I was doing, fucking making copies of submittals and shit like that. And just assisting the PM in the shit that they didn't want to do, right? So then probably about a month or two into that position, they needed help in the estimating department. And I had transitioned to uh, project estimator, but at that point, I didn't know anything about fucking reading no blueprints or what I was doing at all. Like, these niggas gave me a set of blueprints, a highlighter, and a clicker, and told me to count these devices on the plans. I'm like, what the fuck is all of this shit? Like, so essentially, I was bean counting for a while until I really started to develop, you know, my knowledge and expertise. The electrical space and 16 years later i'm the man oh indeed i'm the man that could be our our story 16 years later we're the podcast man 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 the lords the lords yeah Wait, can i ask you, so based on your uh everything and nothing the statement that you just made you know that i'm the man would you say that's an example of you being confident or are you, are you at this point in your career that you feel like you're cocky about your schism? I'm very confident. <laughs> Mixed with a little bit of cockiness. <laughs> I think on my end, like, I have to be a mixture of both, you know. Um, I mean, you're in the industry. You're on a, 
a different side. But you know how it is. You gotta, you gotta show and prove, you know? And you can't let, we we are black and brown boys and, and it's, uh, you know, uh, what you call it? Uh, I'm not even gonna use that term. Well, you know what kind of world it is. Yeah, we we aren't them, right? So we we constantly gotta show and prove what we know and 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 go above and beyond, you know. So yeah, and you got sometimes you gotta exude that confidence. Let them know what what it is. Right. I can dig it. So, and it's it's ways that you can go about it without being arrogant and cocky. And let your work and your work ethic speak for yourself. All right, so I, I, I have one more follow-up question that may kind of show some difference between being confident and cocky. So at this point in your career, you, you're you pretty much kind of set in what, you, what you're what you able to do and your skill set. Would you do something outside of that, you know, just to prove how, you know, smart or intelligent you are or how good you are to at, at adapting? At this point, um, no, not really, because I don't have to show and prove anything to nobody, right? Um, um, I'm confident in, in what I do. Um, I know what I know. I'm very knowledgeable. I, I know when people are bullshitting and trying to bullshit me. So, I mean, I don't got to really jump out of my space to do anything else. Although, um, I am in the process of doing the mechanical engineering, which is, to me, I think it's a little easier than electrical engineering. And I see why a lot of people go that route, you know. Um, I mean, obviously, mechanical and electrical go hand in hand because a lot of the mechanical equipment have electrical connections, right? So I have mechanical engineering counterparts. So when we're doing you know, conceptual budgets or, you know, we designing something or putting in all these things, I have to kind of sort of wait on them to give me their piece. And I work very fast. I work faster than a lot of people, than most. So when I'm trying to wrap something up, I hate playing the waiting game, yeah. which is why, you know, I'm starting to develop that skill set as well. All right, let me look at these fucking mechanical plumbing and sprinkler drawings. Let me see what what connections I need to make. Oh, all right. Well, there's a bunch of VABs or there's VFDs that need connections or RTUs or crack units or whatever. Oh, I need heat tracing. How many linear feet? This, that, and the third. So I look on this shit and do my own takeoffs. <laughs> put my own prices to it because most of the time it's either 120 volt power going to it or some control wiring that I'm not supplying I know I'm getting into a bunch of technical shit and I'm sorry but <laughs> yeah I hate playing it's the way episode man it's, this is the this is the stuff that goes behind the through the wire podcast so, right yeah yeah tech talk with McGee I'm yeah in. Do we have the McMorris effect today? Nah, I, I give one. I give a couple picks a week. 
So I gave I gave like three bangers on on Tuesday uh, or the last episode. And if you know, internets are just now joining us on our fiftieth episode. Can you run down those three one more time? <laughs> it was Solano, S-O-L. S-O-L. Shit out of luck. Yep. Uh, B-E-T, V-Chain, and A-D-A, Cardano. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. No problem. So now, this episode, titled Blackwater. I kind of oh, yeah, want to I'm it. sorry. I'm Go sorry. Ahead. This is not financial advice. <laughs> Everything that we say on here is for entertainment purposes only. That's it? Entertainment purposes only, huh? Entertainment and educational purposes. Yo, the Spanish conquistador trying to get down. You know what I'm saying? Uh, somebody sent him the link because I didn't send it to him. All right, I got you. <clears throat> yeah, I need to take your advice and really, really go balls to the wall in that crypto space. I spent so much money on Lotto. I might as well dump it into that. Yeah, I told you that. Right. But I'm I'm very hard headed, you know. I feel you. So yeah. so without 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 getting too detailed, how's your uh, Lotto run been recently? You know, yeah, for the whole the whole month of August I've been shit, but a couple of days ago I've been winning, you know, a few hundred hair and there, so it's been all right, but it ain't, it ain't nothing crazy, you know what I'm saying? So I haven't, I've hit some stuff on scratch-offs, but not um, in the numbers of win four. That's late. But I think I'm going to hit real big some. You go, why don't you go to Atlantic City? Nah, uh, you're just killing down there. Nah, I just got killed down there. Uh, <laughs> Fucking when I was there, what August 11th, I was mad bread at the slot machines, though. She was terrible. I guess they wanted to get me back from that big win I had back in December. You know what I'm saying? I'm, a, I'm supposed to go, let me see, I think like the 22nd or the 29th. I forget. I think, yeah, the 22nd. That's September, that's when you're going to be up there? Yeah, it's Black Birthday. <laughs> yeah, we got we got link up with black. You know what I'm saying? So he yeah, it's his birthday, so come through that AC. Where y'all staying at? Twenty second, he like that like a, a weekday? It's like a Monday, yeah. I I asked him but he was like, trust me. I was like, alright. I mean, but you know what's crazy? Like I got I got comp rooms at that Oceans Casino. That's how much I hit him over the head on the slot <laughs> machine. Me and the wife, so Every every week in the mail, I get some comp shit from them. No lie. All right, they might really have to make They're really trying to get me back there so they can get their money back. Spanish conquistador. Yo. <clears throat> Just woke up? No, no, I was with the baby. All right. Definitely had to, uh, you know, take care of some appointments. Yeah, the Bodega Princess, salute. Yeah, salute, Daddy Daycare duties. 
So question. We want to know if you know what a pilon is. A pilon? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> uh, I'm not even gonna guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, that's the shit that you mash garlic up in. But I thought it was called a. Uh... Nah, it's not a pilon. I thought it was like a pilot, pilot something, pilato or something like that. It's it's Haitians call it pilon. Oh, alright. Nah, it's called something else though. Listen, I ain't that Haitian, man. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, am I bugging? What's that? What, what, what channel the game called? It's on ABC. The network. I thought it came. Oh, wait. It ain't It ain't on no fucking. Nah, uh, tennis, tennis on ESPN. No, I have on the NFL network. I was wondering why the game ain't started yet. Yeah. It's on what? NBC. That's what I'm watching. NBC? That's something. They got to do with anything. So, this is our 50th episode. 5-0. Let's get it. <laughs> you know I mean, we was all talking about some random shit. We speed on confidence versus cockiness. You know what I mean? Whoa, whoa, Damn, who scored already? Whoa, whoa, whoa! I just turned the TV on. Brady scored already. Oh my shit, delayed then. Oh, my shit, man. way delayed, man. What we doing here, <laughs> man? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Listen, we got the uh, we got the the the, the good cable, right? <laughs> <laughs> we got the good cable. You know, sticking Brady out here. What yo, yo, doing? can you relax though? Can you relax? <laughs> Some of Let's us go. is only paying ten dollars a month for us. <laughs> oh, look, oh, I just got the notification on my phone because I got, um, <laughs> I got your boy, Mike Evans. Nah, Godwin. Yeah, Del- yeah Delaware. Yeah, Godwin. That's brother. my guy, Godwin from Delaware. Hold it now. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's Delaware, baby. Middletown, right around the corner, cuz. <laughs> Ready, yo. How how far away is that from Newark? Is that how y'all say it? Uh, yeah, it's for me right now where I live. It's probably about ten minutes, man. Right. Where the kids live, man. <laughs> kids live down there. Yo, confidence versus cockiness. Pause. Yeah. I think that's probably uh, pause. That's from a uh, that. It depends on the person, man. Because like, I if saw- I had a disability, like if I had a disability, if I was disabled. I would never take cockiness pause. I would never take it as cockiness <laughs> pause from a person who was disabled. I got to keep pausing that, man. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but we <weird. laughs> If we had a if we had a hola 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 blowfish. Salmon. Blowfish. The door. I don't even know what happened. He must have closed out the app or something. <laughs> I thought it was just me. That's why I ain't saying nothing. The gods want us to get real studio equipment. That's what's going on. 50th episode. They're like, yo, we're going to fuck your whole shit up. And, and you never um, you never did the joint, did you? What? The anchor uh, advertisement? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what to do, honestly. Like, Maybe you should take a look at that shit. I don't mean maybe Lloyd McMorris got to record like something. And, but who who gonna give us money though? Like, no, we gotta sign a contract with these companies or something. We just gonna they just gonna advertise Monkey Shoulder. 
internets if you're feeling lonely and you need to get that monkey off your back drink monkey shoulder I think I think you nah, just like recorded and then like a, a pub dad like pub daddy when he like when he did some rap like you know what I'm saying go fly up to Vegas like you gotta do it big like get wear suits and like a white tuxedo top like the whole nine with the shirt with that's open like you gotta do the whole the whole nine you did the whole rap pack shit yeah for drinking monkey shoulder that's what we call pub. You got a line for Puff? Like, yeah, nine one seven. Do you think he still has a nine one seven number? Probably not. Yeah, Puff got like seven numbers, yo. Well, I seen he was out in the streets with uh, Bow Wow's girlfriend or baby mama. Bow and Future's baby mama. Same difference. They're the same person. I won't be no chatty patty, but he ain't messing with uh, Young Miami no more. Yeah, I thought that's who he was messing with. Fuck just living life out here. What's his name? Buddy Love? That's his new name, right? (laughs) Hey, Buddy Love from the Nutty Professor. Yeah. Yeah, but I think he really, like, changed his name to Love something. Brother Love. Brother Love, there we go. My fault, not Buddy Love. Brother Love. Buddy Love, the skinny nigga. Yeah. Off the hill. Yeah, I definitely thought you'd mess with me. I mean, would you? Well, let me not say that. I don't want no beef with the uh, Asia City girl. Yes, sir. I don't yeah. even know what that means, to be honest with you. That's the, that's the group she's in. What do they do? Same rap? Rap. They rap. I mean, it's kind of like a, a movement that they own. So. I'm sure if you've had a ratchet night with some uh, friends, you've heard their music before. Yeah, so I don't yeah, but I'm, I'm I'm washed though, so I know I haven't had a ratchet night in, in quite some time. And if I did, it consists of nothing but the old school music that I like. So, uh, you know, I, I hear you, brother. Love, you know, <laughs> I, I haven't been on no ratchet shit in quite some time. I mean, not even like at a lounge, nothing, just somewhere you'll hear the music is out. Like, I, I just, haven't. I'm sure you've seen a TikTok video. Oh. And, and heard something, I'm sure. But either way, uh, outside of that, who would, I mean, would you talk to, what's his name, Young Miami? Or, I don't even know how to put it. Is it Joey, Joey? Oh. Joey. I mean, Puffy ill enough, he could do it. Oh, but if I had to choose which one I'm going with. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I don't know. It's something about like, all right. So, Joy is. I don't. It, I think Young Miami a little sexier than Joy. To be honest with you, Joy is Joy, right? So I don't fucking know. Hmm. Yeah, I don't even know what Joy. I don't know what she look well look like well enough to even comment. I'd have to go look it up. Okay, we'll we'll bring that debate back for the fifty first. Well, we'll most of the time, most of the time, we see Joy. She like shaking her ass and dancing. One, yeah, I mean, she's still building there too, or not? 
No. No, no, no. That's 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 worked out. Like she work out every day, pretty much kind of joint. Okay. My bad, fellas. Listen, no, Apple. Absolutely. You know Apple coming out with some new phones, man. They had to shut my joint down. It just it just cut off. Damn. Yeah. Apple next. Listen, next week, man. You know they're gonna hit us with some. They're gonna drop the new load. Some shit, right? <laughs> oh, it dropped next week, the thirteenth. Something dropped next week, man. It's supposed to have like the satellite, like you, like your old person, like you know, personal satellite. Right, system. right. Yeah, so, you can make uh, calls without no network, nothing. Yeah, so if you don't have Wi-Fi or whatever, like you have your own network. That's Wait, gonna be funny crazy. Crazy. Nah, nah, that's that's, real. Rap, that's legit. Yeah, that's legit. <laughs> that's why I think they just shut my phone down just now. They're like, oh yeah, you perfect candidate, man. Let's get him back. <laughs> listen, when I say my phone, okay, literally, in two years. Listen, listen, literally, my phone blacked out like bloop. <laughs> Like nothing. I said, "Oh God, something ain't right." But then I realized, man, that they're gonna do that that rollout next week. Yeah, as soon as the up, as soon as it drops and they do the update, yep. every phone just start bugging. Phone will start bugging out, and they know I'm the perfect candidate. We need to listen. He's a yep. test crash test dummy face over here. <laughs> like listen, I'm that guy. Too. I'm literally, I buy anything Apple put out, man. I'm, I'm a sucker for that. I'm sorry, man. Like, would you you want to get the 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 air the AirPod Max joints? Like, no, nah, see, like I won't do that because I didn't, right. I didn't own a pair of like Beats. If I could end up own a pair of Beats, and you go straight to Apple, that's basically I can feel uh, brother Umar Johnson looking at me funny one morning there as I shop. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? Yo, what's the AirPod Max? What is that? Look, 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 the Beats is bought is bought by Apple though. See, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't even cop initially, like, when it was just Beats and Dr. Dre. You know what I mean? Got you. McGee, the, the, the Max joints, they look just like um, like the, the big set of Beats. Yeah. Like He's going to go cop. He's going to go cop. He'll Maybe have like more. 600. He'll have more. Oh, nah. Absolutely not. Yeah, talk about, oh, nah. <laughs> you got yeah, it's like 600. But nah. can you talk to him? Yeah, you can talk to him and everything. I seen some dude at work. Oh. He had the joints. They look weird, though, man. I didn't know you could talk to them. That's what's up. Listen, you run around with white headphones. You're different. Ooh, CD land. They got club. They got club uh, color, colors. They do. Yeah, they got like five. They got black, green, blue. Like they got different colors. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I cop though, man. Every iteration of the iPhone I probably had, except for the little small SE and all that. <laughs> You know, I gotta have some respect for myself, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, I ain't getting no pastel color phones and none of that, man. You know, <laughs> I had to have some respect for myself. Respect for myself, man. My daughter had that drone, though. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't even, I ain't even gonna hold it. I'm gonna keep it tall. Like I had just recently upgraded my shit. I had an iPhone X, right? So I go on Verizon. Not even paying attention. I said, right, let me get the iPhone. They got, you know, all the fucking cameras and shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking I, I fucking <laughs> upgrade to the right one. These niggas send me an iPhone 12 mini. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> a mini. The disrespect. I, 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 I said, chill for a second. I'm like, yeah, I know McGee got his pocket. <laughs> oh, so you was protecting the homie? Nah, listen, <laughs> listen, we open here, man. Listen, so, so I got slip and hit me to put me together, man. Yo, so check it out, though. I'm like, man, but 
I got this little ass phone that looked like the iPhone 4. <laughs> but now I'm like, oh, I like it. You know what I mean? Because it's just yeah. going in and out your pocket, man, easy and shit. I ain't got to carry that pokey that shit around. <laughs> Plus, I got another phone. You know, you're working. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't give up all the secrets. <laughs> all right. Yo, Plus, I, I got another phone. Uh, work phone, work oh, phone. Right, so yeah, yeah, not, yeah. not no bad phone. That's I right. Mean, Be I clear. I know sneaky penis phone. man. The sneaky phone don't never work for you, man. Sneaky I don't phone, know, sir. Sneaky phone, man, is bad business, man. You got to go that it's far, man, bad. hang it up. That sneaky phone different, yo. That shit crazy. Yeah. Not that I know from experience or anything. I'm just saying. <laughs> Internets. Yeah, Internets. We are loyal. Loyal. Loving. I don't even I don't even tell that lie no more that black man don't cheat because I do right. cheat it. I cheat at spades, man. <laughs> <laughs> I do cheat. I cheat at spades. Be seeing Wayne and them niggas cheat all the time, son. Word. They act like nobody know what the fuck they be doing. Bro. And that's my thing, Wayne, he be so animated. Word. You can't be that animated when you cheat. Right. <laughs> I be low key with it. Super low key. Right. So, 50th episode, Blackwater. So, what's your thoughts on the, the battle of Blackwater? Like? Well, let me let Joey go first. Joey, Lord, Nick Morris. Me? You want me to go first? Yes, uh, sir, All right, so we'll start with you, Lord Nick Morris. The, the genius that is you know, Tyrion, like, he's an elite strategist, right? So yeah. what, what is your thought behind what he did with Blackwater? Like him taking over when Joffrey wanted to be a pussy, you know what I'm saying? Super straight pussy. Up, straight up gum, you know what I mean? Him. No, 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 no. Because you called Ned a gum. Sorry. All right. All right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> All right. So that's not gum. That's whole shit. My apologies. All right. Come on now. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So a little bit more. So you think about Tyrion and his, his his master master plan? I mean, I think it was um, like it was a it was a great it was his that was his big Joker, um, and he you know he did he stepped up when he needed to. I didn't. You saw even in the, the episode before where he smacked when he smacked Jeffrey like. Yo, did, you over the stand. Call him Jeffrey. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> call him Jeffrey. Nigga from Fresh Prince, yo. But like you saw, like that he wasn't built for this. Like you know, he kept saying he was a king and all that. He just he wasn't there. And uh, Tyrion did all the stuff. Like when he found the like the stash, he was like, oh yeah, all right, this is what we're gonna do. Like you saw it click for him. Like this is my you know my ace in the hole, and. He played it, and he, you know, he saved the day. Well, me, what stands out to me is the sucker shit. Like, seeing Joffrey on some scary shit. And seeing the people around that are brave in battle. Like, I think they have those large battles, like, where you could probably miss some of that stuff with some of the hero, like, the heroics go unnoticed sometimes. Like, even it could be a small gesture. Like, when... Fan was handing Shorty the the um the king, I mean the queen, the poison. Like, yo, this shit should go down. You know what I mean? If they finally get to the castle, hold this poison right here. Like that right there is like 
Think about that. No, there's no nobility in that. Not one, none whatsoever. Like the people could be dying. It's not even worth maybe dying in a more heroic way. Found it, Joffrey's ripping, running like scary. Shit. It's like that right there. How old do you think Joffrey is? I think they said it. Yeah, I think they said he's like 14 or 15 or something like that. I believe. The thing is, it's like, you know, I kind of be like, yo, he's a, he's a teenager, but at the same time, he's all the people's murdered. Right. So, you know, got that kind of energy. It's like, eh. So it's like, you know, it's kind of hard, but it's like, for, pause, but it's 14. He's a 14 year old kid. Nah, but and, guess what? You got to, you got to, you got to counter, though. The counter is the, the shorty, the little shorty that be. That that proclaimed my boy King of the North, man. What's oh, her? Yeah. What's the little shorty name? Uh, Mormont. 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 Yeah, yeah, her. Like you know, she just as young as Joffrey, but super courageous. Maybe younger than Joffrey. Yeah, you know, she from a different part of but the world. But she's from the North, though. Yeah. You know what I mean, like uh, jo- Joffrey from Jeffrey from the South. All right, here we go. And, and, I, and I guess that that's, that's one thing you can kind of give you know that that Ned Stark's bloodline. Thank you. I thank you for saying that. Because, you know, they all, they all, you know, they, they stood tall in battle. Even though they were like leaders, they was on, they was on the front line with their guys. Like, I can say that about Rob. I can say that about John later in the front show. Frontline and everything. Yeah. So the I, whole family. I give them, yeah, I give them that credit. But think about this, though. Now, if you look at the total picture, the only people who are void of any nobility was were in King's Land. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally, like if, where the place that represents nobility, nobody was noble. Nobody was courageous. I don't know not there wasn't one person, but probably maybe the hound. That was it. But yeah, but the hound the hound was different when he's he just decided he wanted to go drink instead of fight. That shit was great. Yeah, though. yeah, that's true too. <laughs> shit was great. He's like, fuck all this shit. I'm going to drink. But tell me about the, the 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 chemical they find. What is that, man? What? What is the chemical? What is the the green? You're talking about the, uh, the wildfire. What yeah. is that? <laughs> what is that? Fucking chlorophyll. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like you got these glowing barrels. <laughs> they, like they don't stink. They don't. You know what I mean? They don't. They yeah, don't give I, off I a certain kind of heat. Then nobody, right. How you don't know? <laughs> They don't bathe. Like this, probably just another smell. Yeah, that's another smell for them, huh? <laughs> right. I mean, they should have known something was up when all the ships was going. Like, they just seen one ship creeping. That one shit. ship creeping. That's like a stealth bomber, <laughs> man. That's what it was. <laughs> stealth bomber, man. <laughs> but that 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 battle was uh, told you a lot, though, man. You learned a lot about different people, man. You did. Stannis. I mean. Stannis said it though. Stannis said it off though. Like, yo, I'm coming, man. He said, "Fuck it, I'm jumping in this little rowboat." Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, set it off. Getting their head smashed in with fucking bricks from a hundred feet up. Mm-hmm. But he, he ready for it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he stood tall. He got up to the top and was wowing on niggas, and then it was a wrap for him after, right. after that. You know, but he, he fought. Yeah, that's, I guess that's what you gotta do as a leader. You know, you can't be sitting back on your high horse and letting your people fight before you go running to your mama. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, at, least, at least be out there. Yeah, or, like you got to. 
Yo, who was that that sliced uh, Tyrion's face? Was that? I thought, that, I thought that was just a random random warrior, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the mountain the, 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 the I think, I think they just I think they just put a hit on them or Yeah, rando. Rando hit. <laughs> random dude just said, fuck it, I'm gonna slice your whole face off. Yeah. And chopped that, then gave him a nice little scar, man. Gave him a nice little war wound, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the Omar. Yeah. yeah, definitely. RIP, man. Word. I mean, it would have been a legend, like if he got, if he had like some sort of role on here, then he would have had a role on every, like every classic HBO series. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't though, you know, because they normally recycle the actors, so maybe there was, but he could have played the part of that. The, the, the richest man in car. He could have been the richest course. man in car. Right. Like that's crazy. I I can't believe my man was just a big Ponzi scheme, bro. Like. Hell yeah. He kept, you know, you can look in my vault. Like, that thing just keeps getting, like, wow. You see, like, you know people front like that all the time, though. Is that, what's like, that? poker face. Like, that's a poker face. Like, you can look in my vault right now. Like, people are going through some real... Someone just robbed her. Like, they stole her kids, her dragons. And you saying, yo, you got the... Like, we can go look in my vault right now. Like, what if you like, all right, cool. Yeah, let's go look. Right. That's like somebody be like, yo, you can look at my bank statement right now. Got hella what? paper. I got hella combos. Let's go to the ATM right now, man. Right. What? <laughs> go to the ATM right now. But then, right back then, you realize people showed that they had money by the trappings that they had, you know. And he kind of looked the part a little bit, low key, right? True. Yeah. Had the had the nice green, the golden jade. Yeah. Word. Green. He had all the trappings, but then that's you could get away with it back then. But that's also too like matter of fact i'm lying you can get away with it now people do that now people front like they got it and don't got it but everything you see on them is everything they own basically that's it dude. definitely that's it man even worse with the internet even worse with the internet, worse right. with the internet. <laughs> so he was the internet before the internet he was the he was the hum, hummer stunt before yeah. the homicide? He, he went to the dealership, took pictures with the card, and, 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 <laughs> and posted them. Posted them. <laughs> the Bow Wow Challenge before the Bow Wow Yeah, challenge. yeah. Like the motherfuckers going to them rental planes, it's sitting on the tarmac. They just go in there and take photos and get off. Now that crazy. shit is crazy. That's wild, right? Golly. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> the energy that it takes to do that, that's wild, man. Yeah, you got to be a different person. Yeah, that's, listen, mental illness, man. We've all seen it before. Mental illness. And it's crazy, like you know what I mean. Like it's like, what, what's the purpose of that? You know what I mean. Like, why, why are you showing out for a bunch of people that hey, don't give a fuck? <laughs> that's number one. And B, they have the shit that they post is bullshit anyway. So, right. you know, like, what's the purpose of it? My people used to say you accepted. Yeah, my people used to say you buy a bunch of stuff you don't need for a bunch of people you don't like. Right. You know, so you basically play yourself. Like the, the people you're doing that for are people you don't like, Because if you do that for your friends and stuff like that, they see right through it anyway. Come on, man, don't front like that. Word. Yeah, they they, they accept you as you are. They don't care about. That's all that. right. They don't care about exactly. all that other stuff. And that's really a representation of him. Like, you know, he's going to these foreign lands and he's got to kind of present 
himself in a certain way so he can be respected, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's really what people do here. Like, they go out to these areas, put themselves out there, looking for, res- walling for respect, right? You know what they say? <laughs> so let me, let me ask y'all a question. <laughs> we all went to college, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know how, like, typically when you graduate high school and you go off to school, you, you know, they say, like, you reinvent yourself. Yeah, you become a different person, that you, right? Yeah. That's something that you guys did? Uh, I was older when I went to college, so I was who I was. Man. When I went to Morgan, I was 22 years old, man. <laughs> you know, I should have been out of school. <laughs> so I was trying to keep a low profile more than anything. Like, dang, you know, I was working. Yeah, same here. Yeah, so. What about you, Murray? Well, well you know what? My fault. When I went to, I, I did go to, like, right after I went to Suffolk. So like for the first semester and when I took the, the statistic joint and tried to pass on the final. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> that was wild, but Yeah, I, I what was I thinking? But um I mean I didn't I don't know, I didn't feel like I really needed to re I didn't feel like I re like needed to like reinvent myself like, you know, like Mike said, I was who I was. And I'll tell you my style changed. That's pretty much about it. I started dressing better, to be honest with you. When I yeah. say I'm, I'm saying that I dress well, but I'm just saying I got exposed to other stuff. Like, I, I ain't a front. My folks from D.C., man, they put me onto a lot of shit, man. And when I say a lot of shit, meaning, like, just a lot of shit, like, style choices, like, chances that you would probably take on colors or some other stuff. Shit that bring your skin tone out. Come on here, man. <laughs> yeah. D.C. I when I first wore a pink shirt. Yeah. Come on here. That's what I'm, that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. Little shit like that. For me, yeah. Like Century Twenty One changed my life. My friend, I was like, yo. You know, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what changed my life. Changed my life was having a fucking credit card. That's what changed my life. <laughs> Man, I got stories about that. For the worst. And look, and then look, how was they praying on us when we was in college, man? <laughs> that was that not was, fucked up? Yo. You want to eat or you want a credit card? Which one? Man, <laughs> let me tell you something. Homecoming, the uh, fucking 2000, uh, Morgan State University. I had blown through all the money I made during the summer at AIG, working uh, on my pops. Uh-huh. I fucking was, was tapped out. Like, probably had maybe $20, $30 up to my name. I asked my pops, I'm like, yo, I need some bread. Homecoming is coming. So this nigga, this nigga sends me a package, pause. Mm. In that package, pause, it's a box of fucking Captain Crunch. $20, take to it. No bullshit. So I'm looking at this shit, like, what the fuck I'm gonna do with this homecoming around the corner? Like, everybody getting fly. Like, and this was the era where the jeans suits. Like Jabot every fucking thing. Oh, yeah, let's right. get So I said, Oh, shit, I need money. I was glad my mother because she really didn't have it. So fuck it. Credit card time. My Discover card came the weekend before homecoming. Nigga, I bought every motherfucking field boot, yeah, fitted on, hat. And yeah. fucking Jamochi outfit. Nigga bought chuckers too. You bought oh, 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 nah, no chuckers, sir. <laughs> Phil on, nigga. Motherfucking Moschino t shirts. Come on here. All bro. types of crazy Listen, shit. Armani Exchange tees, oh, all that. Man, 
You know what's fucked up too? The fact that you said discover. Because discover card, <laughs> I think that started everybody's downfall, man. Right. I had like four discover cards. I had like the private issue joint, the official joint. I had the joint, like when you first started being able to put your picture on the joint, man. Like discover was only for people doing that or the landscape you choose. And I'm not knowing where you grabbing all these credit cards, you're opening up lines of credit. Right. And nigga, I was frying them joints, man. My worst, my worst joint was when I got a Lord and Taylor and a Neiman Marcus credit card off rip. Like those were my first two cards. And then it was Discover card. Nigga. <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen. I had exotic wares. <laughs> listen. I was hooping in Prada's. <laughs> like, I was literally at work in my right. first year there. My first year niggas was like, yo, that's the nigga right there. He was hooping in Prada's, man. He was a hurt <laughs> in Prada's. Like, yeah, you damn right. <laughs> and look, um, listen, I am balling out of control getting myself into debt. And then what made it worse was I was working, thinking I could take care of it. I can pay for it. Then my school started slipping, man. I was, I, I was fucking, man. I was literally bugging. And that got me probably in the air. You thought you could take care of it. I said, fuck it. I ain't paying for shit. I Come on here. my cell phone. And then Morgan fucked up and gave me a refund check. Ooh, golly. Refund time was like, you could tell. Niggas, new cars pulling up. Like, you, you looking at niggas that normally be walking in, like, yo, where you going? I'm going to give me a parking sticker, man. You like, parking sticker. <laughs> right? You looking at niggas like, parking sticker. What? Nigga. And, and look, they got a bucket, too. They, it's not like they got some fly shit. They went got a bucket. <laughs> Yeah, that refund check was clutch. I took mad niggas old, old country buffet boy, mad oh, Christmas gifts and shit. Listen, so I was wild. Listen, when that damn refund came, I'm talking to motherfuckers crazy. <laughs> you ain't got more fucking money than me, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm acting a damn donkey, man. I know I where you look, go. That look, shit's in listen, listen, quick story, right? I'm hooping. I mean, I'm 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 going to school. I'm 22 years old. My shorty parents got paper, right? <clears throat> so when I say my shorty, meaning my ex-wife, got paper. So I'm I'm driving everything. I'm driving Benzes, right? I'm driving I'm I'm driving Benz Jeeps. <laughs> I'm pushing 500, 550 SEL joints, man, with the reclining back seats and shit. <laughs> Pulling up the mortgage. Motherfuckers looking at me like, yo, what the hell? I'm like, yeah, son, right? So then when the refund check hit. With all of that going on, motherfuckers like, yo, he hustling. He don't even work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So then one time I'm walking into uh, class and I got on a Versace tee. I got on Pascal guest jeans, 075s with the pencil pocket, tapered leg, my nigga. I got on patent leather Gucci two strap joints, right? I'm in class, like bop, bopping in. And uh, my English teacher is a member of the church <laughs> my 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 um ex-wife's father is like a pastor at she looks me up and down like yo that is not you i have seen you <laughs> Look, listen i have seen you in <laughs> you don't even got a suit and dress shoes and you hear like that let me talk to you for a minute <laughs> 
said, damn, man. Like, listen, man, you ain't got to read me like this, man. Every time I went into a class, I wore sweatpants and a t-shirt. She already read me up and down like, this ain't you, man. Like, what are you doing? And and uh, listen, don't you appreciate people that can humble you like that, but don't humble you like in a demonstrative way? There's oh, nothing like that. There, there's nothing like that, having a friend that can do that, like in a humble way. Well, what was wrong with the outfit, though? The outfit was just too, it, was, it wasn't it was me. Too loud. Just too loud, like labels and stuff like that. That shit is not you. Like if you're already, if you wearing champion sweatpants and 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 Looney Tunes T-shirts, and then you come in with this stuff, it's like you know these people know what Versace is. They know what that is. So it's like it's not you. Like you out here looking different. And I, and me and I appreciate that kind of like gentle check. Like that right there is is something you can't replace. You know, when people like that in your corner, like it's almost like they're watching you when you don't think anybody's watching. That's like, uh, yeah, I feel like that's almost like God whispering to you, like, yo, don't, don't, don't forget where you came from, type of thing. That's exactly what it is. Right? It's like a gentle nudge, man. We all need that. Like sometimes, like when I'm acting out, like if I'm talking about somebody, like meaning, like if I'm in front of somebody and we're we're joking and ranking and shit like that, I realize something deep down in my gut says I shouldn't be talking to this person like that. You know what I mean? It's like that. I shouldn't be having that kind of approach to somebody because it's like we we could always be there in a matter of two decisions. You could be right there with them. Mm-hmm. So you know, <clears throat> when I was younger, I didn't think that way, man. Like I had like a like a cavalier attitude towards people, relationships, and their feelings and stuff like that. I realized it didn't get me nowhere. It didn't earn me no friends. Yeah, I wasn't like that until I got fucked over. Like, I got hurt. You know what I'm saying? Really? I, I always been the one that, put it to you this way. Let's say if I got into a fight and I smacked somebody, like, I'd be helping them up and asking them if they okay. Like, I was always that type. I always felt bad when people got picked on shit like that like shit just i don't know i'm an empath sensitive you know but i didn't start changing my ways and be on a different type of time until you know i really got into some serious relationships and i ended up getting hurt and that all goes back to the fucking expectations and shit you know what i'm saying so you know i i was i was terrible i'll tell you now on wax like as a high school like kid i had all the answers man and um and when i say high school that was high school on into like adulthood too like my first go at college like when i first went the first time like that was a whole thing man like it was while i tried stuff and failed like when you take risk and you fail i accounted that to me and my like my foolish nature like my my behavior and also how i treated other people man I'm really cognizant about how I treat people now. Um, I know it may be a little too late, but <laughs> it's almost like I'm that way because it's like I know eventually we're going to be called to account to kind of account for that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, when you're, you could, it's easy to be mean. It's easy to be like uh, spiteful and, um, you know, derivative. But at the same time, it's an opportunity also, too, to kind of rise above the bullshit and everybody else is acting a certain way. It's not 
you being different is you being respectful and honorable, you know, and honorable. Right. <clears throat> it used to be at everybody else's expense. I would want to kind of make my own bones, Absolutely. but that ain't the way to have nothing, man. Not right. in no way. You That's just my soapbox. The, uh, you don't want to get hit with the I don't shine shoes no more. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> And then he was like, yo, you know, he was I'm just busting. like, nah, you know, sometimes you don't feel like you're joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my man Hov say, man, I don't shine shoes no more, right? Ain't that what Hov said on the new Drake shit? That's what he said. That's where he got it from. I think to also I think to myself too, right? How many people you pass on the way back on the way down, man, that you put down, man? Yeah. <laughs> on your way up to the top. Right. On your way up same, to the top. The same same people. People. Exactly. You saw that with Game of Thrones too, right? Yep. Some of them same people. This is why I say this show is so applicable, like to life now. Why it's a great show. It's a there are so many ways that this show is applicable to like real life. We got off on this by talking about somebody who was fronting for the gram in the <laughs> in, in Game of Thrones times. You know what I mean? In a mythical show. <clears throat> it's like that kind of shit is it's, that's pro. That says a lot about the writing. Like that's profound writing. And then for it to be from, to, for us to be from all walks of life, since people were asking what's number one show and what's number two, it's like all walks of life can relate to these shows, like this show. An episode is applicable to like, uh, like even if you just take how people were using early on in in the the dragon queen's life like they were using her as a means to get what they needed mm -hmm. and then she got in power with all the tools that she needed to take power and it changed her and was that because of how people treated her early on and then she got drunk off that power and then started behaving like that or was, was it there all the time and she just didn't have the opportunity to it but now she got dragons behind her it's like I my whole outlook towards um you know towards my my shorty changed, man, you know. I was rooting for her in the beginning. How you go from rooting for her to be like, yo, I really don't give a shit what happened to her. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, one of Jackie's burning chairs, man. Loss has, you know, loss has like a big impact on certain people. Loss, but because I lost the baby. I mean, you know, after, I mean, she's lost like a lot of people, her husband, the kids, like friends, like she lost a lot along the way. Those dragons was her everything. And then to lose one to the, to the Night King and one just, you know, they just flying and boom, 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 boom. Like, that's crazy. Like, you know, Shorty went mad. I, I mean, I guess I could get it. Just like her, what, what like her great grandfather or yeah. whatever. The Mad King. The Mad King. Yeah. See like, that's why I said, her that's blood why, too. Right, that's why I asked the question. Like, it, it, was it always there automatically, and it's just something that triggers it, right? I mean, because I think she fought like a lot. Like she, like she knew she had that stigma attached to her. So like, but you she know what I'm about to, to say? You know what I'm about to say to you, Joe? She needed therapy. You know what I'm gonna say to you, Joe? What's up? Think, think about this. You've been through a lot. You've suffered loss. Mm -hmm. Has it turned you into a, a fucking tyrant? Hell no. But that's the thing. Like, you, you never know what it is until it happens. Hmm. So, 
So we all like we all one step away from doing something crazy. No, hell no. I think like you like the right circumstance, the right like the right mixture of whatever, and you know. Y'all believe that? No. Yeah, I think we we all one bad decision. One bad decision away from what? Jail or not? Not even. It doesn't even necessarily have to be jail. It can be anything that happens in your life that will knock the fuck off your square and you'll just snap. Yeah, like we one step away. Like you just most times we we decide to do the the right thing. Yeah, like I got I got a I got an example that I always kind of go to. It kind of sort of don't make sense, but I can see where like when I was young, my parents had an extra car at the house. I mean, it was a hoopty, but I kind of learned how to drive it. So I would always take it around the complex. So usually I would take the same route every day, but the one day I decided to go a different route. I ran into a motherfucker, and then, mm. I mean, luckily, he, like, he didn't press charges, but essentially, he, like, overcharged us for all the work they did to get done to that bum-ass truck. So mm. he came up, he came up, you know, he came up like that. I mean, I'm, to this day, I probably still never really paid my parents back for that, like, directly, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just like that, you know, you make that one decision, like. See, but that's the thing, that happened, but that's like, the thing, you, you, you make mistakes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are decisions that you make, but. What I mean is like we're us as we're not faced with decisions like they were back then. But those consequences that we have now are far greater, like because we have so much to lose. Mm-hmm. Families, relationships, all of that, kids. It's like we are not one decision away because we are always keeping those things in the forefront. We're not even telling ourselves that we would risk things like that for you know i i know i'm not i hope well, like <laughs> no, i say no, no. well but like let's say you know god forbid but let's say some tyrant take you, you know don't take, even put it out just, yeah just, you feel what i'm saying but like I, I get what I'm saying. Know, like, I, I, just, I just yeah i feel like that, like even in certain things like there's always you know whatever you value like even if whatever you value that's not there anymore. so we're now, saying the devil the let's just say the devil let's just say an evil spirit attacks what you got going on which we've all encountered. Like when you got good stuff going on, we attribute it to something else, maybe a bad decision. It could be like just an evil presence causing some things in your life and then prayer fixes it. Uh, a, a more fervent like focus and desire, maybe fasting and stuff like that handles some of that stuff. It's addressed. I don't wanna say it's just down to my decision I feel like there's greater powers at work here. That means I believe in a in a in a in a in a in an active uh, 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 present God. So I know it's not just one decision for me. That's just how I feel about it. I mean, yeah, I, I, I understand that. I understand what he's saying, but here's what I'm gonna say, right? I believe that all of us here, right, on this pod, have the potential to be the nigga from Lord Body Citizen. <laughs> no, yeah, listen, I'm ordering steak like he did when I'm in the bing. I sure around. Right. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. <laughs> so we all have that. We all have that fucking potential. Something should go wrong. That you know, really, that we feel should not have happened, or whatever the case may have been. Right. We could probably go that route. I know I can. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying like everybody's circumstance is different of what's going to push them over the edge. 
just like you know, some people will just take their own self out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'll give you another, another example, right? <clears throat> wait, 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 wait! Don't don't move on yet. Let's really have this conversation because it's prevalent now, especially with stuff that's going on. I'm sorry to cut you off, though. Um, again, what I mean is you you mentioned suicide, and you know how here recently we've seen a lot an uptick in that. You know, we've seen a lot of people either like taking their own lives or doing reckless things that end up costing them their life. Are we in a position? Let's just. I'm, I'm oversharing now. I've never been in that situation where I felt like I wanted to take my own life, <clears throat> right? Mm-hmm. And that is now letting stuff get to you to a point where that's a decision that could cost you your life. When you're so down on what's going on around you, you can say, "I can take it in my own hands. I have the power to kill myself." So that same power that you have that you feel like you have to kill yourself, you have the control over your actions as well. So, like, that's really my point. My point is now, when like, you were about to go on to something else. What I'm saying is we are not one step away from offing ourselves. I hope not, right? No. But, all right, you maybe not one step from, from office of, but, like, there's a... There, you're I'm saying, there's a, there's a, there's a... Things can go very left to where it will put yeah. you in a position where you like yo either you say you know what i'm going wild out and i'm going to right. you know do and something I'm, crazy I'm or i'm gonna take myself out from my end right mm-hmm. this must have been i'm trying to think of how old my, my youngest brother was at the time i don't know let's just say it was like 15 years ago right i'm at my mother's house the kids is outside playing on the block some dude pulls up in front of my mother's house. He has beef with niggas on my block, right? Mm-hmm. So he pulls up in front of my house, my mom's house. He jumps out and he starts shooting in broad daylight with kids outside, right? And my little brother happens to be out there at this particular time. So he's shooting like it's the wild, wild west at everywhere. Every which way he wants to shoot, that's what he shoots. My first instinct is to run outside because my little brother's out there. My mother grabs me, tells me to get the fuck down. She's yelling and screaming my brother's name. Like, I've never heard that fucking sound ever because it, it sounded like she knew he was going to get hit and that would have been it, right? Thank God he did. After all that shit was said and done, I run outside. But luckily, my little brother was across the street at somebody's house playing in the backyard. The cops come, everybody's on the block trying to figure out what's going on, and I lose my shit, right? In front of everybody, in front of all the cops. And I'm literally threatening people on the block. I said to people, if my little brother would have gotten the hit, I would have shot up everybody's house on the block. Ooh. This is what I'm saying. So I know for a fact that I have whatever it is in me that, God forbid, something goes wrong that doesn't sit well with me i have the potential to snap see take it listen i want to pray for y'all man i really do man like that right there that story in itself and then you're kind of being able to connect to that piece of you listen no way does it invalidate how you feel or how you felt at that time but there ain't no way we should be able to tap into that. That at our age and everything we got on the line now, 
we should be able to tap into that no more, man. We shouldn't, but it's it for me. I always say this. I always say this. I I, I fear for the person that catches an ass with it that ain't meant for them. Mm. Right? And what I mean by that is I fight so many, I don't even want to call them demons. I fight so many issues with myself internally that if it ever got to that point where I lose it, that ass open ain't meant for them. It's meant for me, I guess, if that makes sense. Mm. So it's like you got that much internal turmoil right. that you would take out whatever you got going on inside on someone else. else. All right. So now this is what's here we are, man. We're right here where you know where you know we talk about senseless violence we talk about all this stuff that's going on in the world and then a guy who's sensible who is <laughs> you know who has you know you know the wits and wherewithal to be able to tamp down some of that stuff and you know can easily tap into that is is like a scary place to be it's like i i, I don't know if i've ever been there but I've also been to a place where I've been, you know, really down on myself and mad and I've taken it out on other people. Mm-hmm. That's right. happened to me. But at the same time, it's like I don't want to take out malice and, it's not meant for them. and murder, even just even just <clears throat> to take it far as that taking someone else's life because I feel terrible about myself. Yeah, and I'm not saying that's what I want to do. I'm going to do it. All I'm saying is that I have all of that pent up aggression in me and that shit ain't meant for nobody you know how many black people walking around like that man young men i'm sure that's scary man i'm I'm one of them that's why we ain't safe even us we want to keep our what's about us there are people out there that aren't kind of don't have that filter man that's scary man that's scary man we we law-abiding citizens man See, it's good to be. Was it? Pro, it's like a, a Chinese proverb. Like, be uh, rather be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. That that sounds like I'd rather be carry. I'd rather carry ten by. Yeah. <laughs> by twelve than be carried by six. Right. I agree. I agree with that That's, too. Listen, I, that is, I subscribe to that too. That is scary. Man, think about this. What we're doing now? We're putting this in the air, in the atmosphere. I mean, I didn't say it, but I mean, I agree with the sentiment. Is that how you want your children to remember you? Absolutely. I, yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Would oh, I rather oh. di- would I rather die or be here? That's not that's not the same thing. Well, judge by twelve meaning for carrying the gun or carry by six meaning that you're dead. So, which one would you? It's like, would you rather be here to tell them like, hey, I defended myself? Or you know, or would you rather be dead? I'd rather be here. But that's not the context we're talking about. We're talking oh, about the all right, context. context. We're talking about the context as if you have a decision, and then that decision comes down to you now saying, <laughs> like, you know, it, it's going to cost. Like I'd rather, rather than if I'm responsible for like someone's harm. So oh, if I do something like that, they deserve it. Like if, if I take it there, if I, if I take it to that, if I'm gonna take it to that point, then yeah, it's it's gotten to where 
it's gotten to a point where there is no type of resolution and it has to be done so if i if i feel like yo, I, it has to go there then you know they deserve it and also for me to get to that point it's going to take a lot to what i'm exactly. saying exactly uh, no I, see i, I believe know, that I know, mcgee i know how to McGee, I believe that from Deshaun. I don't believe that from you. I believe that from Deshaun. If Deshaun would say that, you notice, listen at this though. You notice Deshaun ain't say nothing about this right now yet, right? It's really because he is the epitome of that person. Let's think about this. Deshaun has the weaponry. Let's talk about it. This motherfucker, six foot whatever, right? Six, six, right? Arms is arms as long as you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, he is he is he could intimidate right anybody. But do you know him to be that person? No. He got all of Paul's weapons for war right now. <laughs> you, know you put another motherfucker on his back, <laughs> you have a nuclear weapon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he is he is the farthest thing from that. And guess what though? Probably Deshaun's whole life though, he has had to fight that perception of him. So someone who can, who walks around like he's ready for war and looks like he is, but he is the exact opposite of that. Th- that has to be hell for Deshaun. Straight like that. Look, I'm gonna tell you why it's bad. Cause he can't fight nobody. Cause he's so big, everybody gonna want to kill him. <laughs> on, am I correct? Listen, I, 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 I would agree. I, 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 I think that's thing. that's, that's, that's not anybody these days. That's not anybody. You can't yeah. fight nobody these days. But nah, that's not anybody. Here. But person like Deshaun, like the police see him, which we already know we are suspect the minute they see him. They see us, period. But they now, if they see somebody dead. like Deshaun, they're saying we have to use lethal force to stop this young man. Unless he's like Lupin. Lupin is like 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> I would be, listen, any encounter with Deshaun and with the police, I would be afraid, man. I would I'm, be afraid. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it all the way tall. After we won the softball game, this nigga came and tackled me, pause. I had to <laughs> had to think about all the times I invited him to the octagon. Yeah, like, stop no, fucking no way. No way I'm scooping this nigga up and suplexing him. <laughs> Listen. That shit ain't happening. Listen, on Wednesdays, sometimes low-key, pause, you feel that pause. You be like, damn, this little motherfucker strong, man. This big motherfucker. You know, low-key, that was a small swipe. <laughs> motherfucker even told him yesterday, like, yo, you don't recognize your own strength, my nigga. Somebody said that to him. Right, Deshaun? Yeah, Cook told me that. Yeah. See? Nigga, nigga, a whole ice box. But this is a whole ice box. Whole, listen, the 48 cubic inch joint, man. The huge shit. <laughs> it's a gentle joint. You know, listen, you know the shit that can fit a whole 24 pack down in the bottom shelf in the door? He wanted them oh. his fridges, man. But this is what I mean. Like, that kind of shit, like somebody that's walking around like Deshaun, he, he now has, to, I would just say anybody pause that size. Like, these football player niggas. No wonder they're getting tased and shit out here, man. They're not normal sized people. And if they walk around with that kind of feeling in our on our heart, man, that's this is this I feel sorry for the world, man. I feel sorry for the world, man. We can't be like that, man. Like otherwise we living in Game of Thrones. Well, I mean, it is applicable to the situation. And that's listen, that's the I recognize that and I gotta I control it a lot because 
there's been often times where I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, at work, obviously, I'm a, a black and brown boy, and I gotta be ten times better at a position. Emphasis on black. Go right, ahead. Right. Mm-hmm. But I let somebody get the best of me, and I showed the fuck out one day. You know, and. Everything is amplified when it comes from me. From when it comes from a black person, period. I'm the same right. way. I'm black and bald and big. It comes across right. different I'm when you're saying, talking to someone which, who doesn't which is look crazy. like crazy. And mm-hmm. I have to recognize that. I can't jump out the window like how I want to. I'm saying. So I, I do have it under control to an extent, but you know, it, it's it's tough. Mm-mm-mm-mm. No, I'm not I'm not motherfucking uh David Burke with this bitch, so y'all ain't gotta, ain't yeah. gotta worry about that. Thank you. Thank you. Know you. Them, them dinner, them lunch stories you be posting, man, you know, <laughs> might be taking another victim out. <laughs> 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 right? Taking another victim out, man. You know what I mean? I was at lunch. See, I posted. Dexter, right? Yeah, and that Dexter? Cool. That is Dexter. Yeah, that's Dexter, man. Another great show. What was the joint that um Christian Bale was? That was American Psycho. American right? Psycho, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he had like a hella psycho tendencies though. Dexter, you can't even really tell. He got anything going on. Speaking of psychos, that's a great segue to fucking Theon. Stupid ass burning them kids. You know what I'm saying? He got fucked up. Theon is a fucking That's why yeah. I say he get he get it. He got everything he deserved for doing that shit. He he had the he had the angel and the devil, you know, the meister on one shoulder. And the other dude on the other, and he just kept listening to, you know, it started when he cut son head off. He's like, "Yo, he's better to you alive." Nah, cut his head off. All right, boom. And from there, it was over. Well, yeah. to me, that that made me think there was somebody not built like that. Like, I don't want. <clears throat> I rather, I rather die than get tortured. Of course, right. If you're strong enough to maintain the torture, you should be strong enough to push back some of them demons, like the Meister that you was talking about. You know what I mean? Angel and the devil on your shoulder. Well, no, the Meister was the good person. Well, that's yeah, what I mean, the like the, the angel and the devil part. Like, if you have two options, you should be strong enough to be able to fight those demons you're going through. But that's a different Theon. Theon didn't go through that. To, to Not be yet, right? Not until that. It yeah, so he was still manip- You know, he was looking for acceptance from his people. So, like, he the stalks was gone, you know? So it was like, there's no acceptance there anymore because the mother, that's a you good, know what I mean? That's a good question, too. Did you believe Theon, like, had changed after going through all of that? We're going I mean, through I, all of what? You talking about the abuse? Like the torture. Or? Nah, the torture, the abuse and all of that. Change as far as what? Yeah, that. Like, like, you know, towards the end, he was actually a reliable person, like, at the end. Like, even though niggas disrespected him after that, because they know he had no meat or nothing, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but he was still, like, somebody that you could, you, you like, even I, down to the end, I it was think, almost I like a bit of more. There no issues with the Starks to begin with. I really don't think he really wanted any problems. Like, he grew up with them. Like, you know what I'm saying? No, that was actually family. But so, he was like, way I, different than them, though. I mean, because he was in the house, but not, but not of the house. You know what I mean? Ooh, so, ooh, dropping gems now. <laughs> we potting now. 
We potted now, right? <laughs> nigga was in the house, but he wasn't up down. Somebody said shit everywhere ooh, I go now. So. Shit. Dang. <clears throat> Lord McMorris. The house, not up the house. That's Listen, geometry. Ooh, interception. Geometry, <laughs> <laughs> man. Yo, listen. If it really came down to it, Fion, I'm not giving him no. As soon as he comes up out of that subjection that he was under, I'm murdering him, man. I don't need him, man. I don't trust nobody after that. It took all of that for you to go through all of that for you to be, you know, have show any ounce of nobility. Nah, fam. I mean, they cut his meat off, bro. Like that's a that's a real drastic. Like I I learned my lesson too. We equating something that we went through to that? <laughs> no, I'm just, right. I'm, just I'm just making sure. We, like, we put saying, a lot, man, and, like, and look, he also put a lot of like stock in that too. He has some of his character was built off the strength of pause how he uses meat pause. Right. So, so, so it's it a, right? a metaphor. That's like booby mouth, man. Like, what I'm gonna do now? He was on his high horse, you know what I'm saying? He was feeling himself. He was very cocky, right? Ooh. And then... Pause, pause, pause. He had to be humble. You got humble like a motherfucker, too. Right? He, he, he cut off son head. They cut off his. Golly. <laughs> Golly, man. And I've been saying there's two people in this world. Those who are humble and those who are about to be. And he had to be humble. Why? Yeah. What a way to go, man. I mean, listen, that, that was the way that, that the old gods and the new had to humble him. Hmm. Lorena Bobbitt, bro. But I mean, they, I think maybe the Meister could have like sold it back if he was able to keep it. <laughs> no. Think about it. That's they what he, it, he, 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 he was. He was. He was the first, you know, Dirk Diggler of. of that time, you know what I mean? That that's he was a fucking a sex addict porn star. That's what yeah. he thought he was. You know what I'm saying so he valued and championed his meat pause, right? Yeah. So that's what they took away from. Him. Well, that's what that's what Ramsey said though, right? Ramsey was like, "Yo, ain't you known for that?" Right. Let me get that. <laughs> <laughs> and then then face to face with it though, it's not even like you know what I'm saying. Foul, man. Foul. And like that stands out as a like a terrible scene, of course, or a terrible like uh means of torture. But it's like uh it's like is that the worst thing that happened to people? Bro, I mean listen, you do that, you kinda take the fight out of you take the fight out of me. Like Well my man was mean? walking around with no meat and he was real confident. Varus, walk around no meat whatsoever. And then, and then as a kid though, so like he grew up not having none of that. So he never got, he never got any. So he was, you know, what I'm saying like it was nothing to miss. Like he, that he stopped was, him from being like, uh, you know, he was, but he was so astute. sinister though. Yeah. He was mentally, you know, what I'm saying mentally astute. Stark. Yeah. So like oh. he 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 didn't have the. He didn't have like females to like really, I guess, cloud his judgment. He didn't have to Take play that part dean. of the game. Knock him off his dean, right? Yeah, yeah, he didn't have to play that part of the game. He could just focus on how he could actually play from where and, he, from his position. And that kept him alive too, though. I mean, I think if you if when you when you play the game and like, all right, I'm gonna play to my strengths, 
and try and get people to support my weaknesses as opposed to I'm just going to try and dominate the whole field, I think you get a lot further. Because, you know, when you, I don't know, when you have weaknesses, people feel, you know, they probably feel sorry for you, so they like to help you. We didn't get to, we didn't get to John getting, um, you know, right? We didn't get to that yet, right? What, to the wet and to the warm? <laughs> we, we ain't speak on, on, we ain't speak on that. We ain't speak on Not John. Yet, but you know, you brought him up. You can speak on him. Listen, yeah. th- listen, that changed John, though. John, <laughs> John, John was hella ambitious after that, man. You John, know what I'm saying? was totally different. John, whole I, I mean, was different. But listen, everybody, all of us on this pod, I'm listening. Swagger was different. <laughs> we got to that. Man, listen, leading up to that point, I had lied about getting yam so much <laughs> before I got it. I basically acted like I got it anyway. You know, we were young. We were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kissed her. I had her in the bathroom. You like, huh? You had her in the bathroom, but then you ain't go, you ain't go any further after that. Because most of us wasn't doing nothing. Fam, I was, I was scared up until that, that point. Like, what? Damn. The shit was getting thrown at me left and right. And I'm All like, right. Listen, hell no. You know what? I'm about, to, I'm about to overshare, man. I'm about to overshare. <laughs> Listen, my first time, man. I feel like I got taken advantage of, man. <laughs> you hear me? I was so shook, man. I feel like I got taken advantage of, man. Listen, I know that's a cool story to tell in this day and age, but for real, that's absolutely what happened, man. Got peer pressured and got the got got the you know got it stole from me, man. So here's the thing with me, like, right? I, I had this girlfriend who was um, developed, advanced for our age. Wait, 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 wait. We talking about physically or? Yeah, physically. Like, All right, right, so she had what? Come on, speak on it. She had that backyard again. You know what I'm saying? Backyard. Like, she had the yam against the, the back right. backyard against and the yamos. So I'm being pressured, like, oh, yo, you ain't smash that. Like, I'm like fucking. Eighth, ninth grade, or whatever it was, right? Mm-hmm. You know, everybody running around talking about they doing something, but ain't nobody there. Running go. Running action. But there the go. Was, the shit was readily available for me, so I was like scared out of my mind. Like, yeah, I'm kissing it or whatever, but I'm not about that. Like, but by the time I really lost my shit when I was 15, like, the way that it happened, shit was just like out of a movie. You know what I mean? I, was, I wasn't afraid at that particular time, but prior to, like prior at the age of 15, when the years being thrown at me from like 13 to 15, nigga, I was dodging all that shit. I'm like, I'm not doing this. I ain't have no babies. I don't want no diseases. Like, fuck out of here. Like, yeah, I caught it. Listen, see, now when you said 15, I, I caught the yams when I was 12, man. Oh, yeah, you definitely got to take advantage of it. Exactly. Exactly, man. Anyway, was she older? Wait, you said you was lying before then? I was lying before then because everybody Wait, around hold up, me. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Y'all niggas was lying at 12? I was lying at 12, man, because everybody around me was bugging out, man. Yeah, was savages, man. Like 12, I was still with Power Rangers. Listen, at 12 years old, I was walking home. I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm coming over a hill. We had a hill like in front of our house that had like a couple trees on it and stuff like that. And the girl that I was dealing with, I used to go behind the trees and kiss her and all that, right? So my boy, my homeboy, saw this. And my homeboy was older than us. He was from East Orange, New Jersey. We ain't gonna say his name, but he was from East Orange, New Jersey. So he was quicker. He was selling dope and all of that at that time. Remember, we're in middle school. 
So he had Brambilla gooses. He had gooses going all the way down to the floor, gold ropes and all of that, man. And, and he liked the girl that liked me that I was back there kissing. He was like, yo, if you don't smash, because I know you haven't smashed, because me and him was close. He was like, if you don't smash, I'm going to smash. It's <laughs> like, damn, this is my girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he straight up told me that. So he's standing outside. He's like, yo, ain't nobody home at your mom's house after you, when you come home from school. Because what I used to do is go home. I would have to leave the front door open so my basically my neighbors could see what's going on across the street. So I used to have to leave the front door open and be in the house until my mom and dad got home from work. But he walked me to the crib and he was like, if you don't beat, I'm going to beat. And Shorty was in and out of foster care. She was a like, listen, and Shorty put me together, man. Like, I basically, like, <laughs> you heard what he said type of thing. Like, and then she ended up smashing my man anyway. And then there I am looking stupid. And I really liked it. My mom was driving us to the mall and everything, man. Walking around, hold hands. I'm throwing on my best outfit. I really like Shorty, but I wasn't had no intention going beating. But turns out after as I got older, I knew, you know, Shorty talked to me later and she told me that she had been through a bunch of things in them foster homes, man. This is at listen, this is at 12 years old, man. That's wild. Word, word, man. I'm ready to say shorty name, but I don't want to put it together neither. Man. <laughs> yeah, shit was painful, man. But then guess what? That also shaped how I treated women leading going forward after that. People ain't ready to have that conversation though either. You know what I mean? Like you start, you know, you start taking certain things and certain relationships for granted, and then sometimes the way you felt during that time you want to make others feel that way so you feel like you're coercing people listen this is a, 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 a this is an adult version of me man this is me in with 2020 hindsight and i'm Old saying people like people exactly there you go man and that's how we perpetuate a lot of this stuff going forward when we could be addressing it and we're not, you know, <clears throat> and we're holding on to this stuff, walking around with like a ticking time bomb. And it shapes how I actually go into relationships, too, man. It really does. Yeah, we, we, got a, we got a lot of shit that we, uh, we deal with and that we dealt with. Yeah. A lot of but, past hurt, a lot of but, past trauma. I hate how y'all put me on this show, man. I start sharing, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, Yo, we like, all I'm share. Safe, like I'm yeah, in a safe share. space. Come on, yeah. here. Yeah. No, nah, it was funny. You was like, have you ever? I remember I lied to this girl when I was in high school, and I told her if she she dumped me, I, and I was like, you know, if you dump me, I'm going to kill myself. Oh, oh. <laughs> Big joke. <laughs> Damn joke. You don't give you don't, listen. You applying pressure off rip. You ain't let, you ain't letting up at all. I am Word. going to murk myself, Shorty. <laughs> Golly. Golly. <laughs> we shouldn't be laughing, man. No, nah, it was funny. We, can, la we funny. can laugh at it now, right? No, listen, yeah, no. man. That's no, the nuclear option. I mean, here? I didn't, I mean, I, would, I really wasn't going to. I went to church my whole life. Like, you go, you go straight to hell if you do that. So, but like I had to like you know try and keep her for like at least a couple of days until like I could try and like you know talk her back into something. Get over it, right? Yeah, but nah, it didn't work. Sure, like yeah, if you do what you gotta do. 
how real is that though, right? Young heartbreak. <laughs> young heartbreak felt like you were never gonna get over it, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, golly. I ask people now, even now, I'm like, yo, when was the last time you had your heart broken, man? <laughs> it heartbreak when you're young, man, you feel like, golly, every R&B song that used to come on the couch. I was listening to Burn, like. Oh, Listen, Burn, I was. <clears throat> so we got to we gotta make a mixtape now of all the fucking broken hearted <laughs> songs. We Listen, I was fucking ran into the ground. Four minutes, four minutes is my joint. Um, can't be friends. Damn, you, you listen. You should not be able to walk right back <laughs> into those feelings. <laughs> Joey, nah, I mean, I Joey, had a playlist. Listen, Joey. Yeah, I, I got one. I got one too. I had a playlist. I had a, like I had a, it was called breakup playlist. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what no, I, I, mean, I would never. Well, hey, you know, do what you got to do to get to. No, it. no, no. What I'm saying is, that I would never like back then. That means I would have to turn on a. I would have to tape every song off of there and then make the whole thing myself. Oh, true. Y'all was like burning Lime CDs. Lime yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah. At that time, when you talking about burn, man, I was, I was in my freshman year of college. <laughs> I was might have been. Let it burn was on his shit. You know what was on mine? Fucking Lonely's the only other company by Max Love. That fucking Urban Hanks. Oh God! 96, 95, 96. Urban Hang, sweetie. Yeah. Man, the eighty-seven oh one too. What uh, Usher's eighty-seven oh one? You had a couple. When that, you don't have to call. Was that on that one? Yeah, that was on there. Yeah, that was on there. Yeah, you don't have to call. Was my joint, man. You don't have to call. <laughs> it's okay, girl. This nigga was doing the dance in the video. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like that's, that's the joint where he like they show him like get dressed and everything. And go yeah, through. he going out now. See that song right there? That would be a breakup song for me, man. I'm gonna get right, man. Yeah, I mean, I think you have like you have the first stages, like the initial joints where it's like you sad, and then afterwards it's like, yeah, I'm good now. I'm gonna tell you what my song was when my heart was broken when I was young. Was I can't wait to get to school each day. Oh, like crazy. that. Listen, that joint. <laughs> listen, that joint right there, you'd be like, yo, I, I think about you every time I listen to this song, man. And you gonna do this to me? Like, <laughs> all I do is think of you. Damn you That thing right there, golly, man. Hey, I nigga was, that nigga was singing boy. outside of the cafeteria and shit with his chocolate milk and his grandma Listen. listen. <laughs> you ever slid down the wall like crying? Uh, I never, uh, I never did it, but I want to know. Like, why I mean, you, you, that you never know. Uh, no, nah, nah, because you know that's that's when music was real. Like you know, like they was really sliding down the walls, crying, singing. Like that's when you knew that they were. That's really how David slid down when Mike beat the shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this though. I'm gonna tell you when I was that young though. I didn't even have time to get over the heartbreak. I didn't even have privacy enough. My mother, and father, they hear any look, like they hear me whimpering or crying. <laughs> what you doing in here? That music too loud. Turn that shit down. You didn't even have when I. I don't know if this is a Damn, thing. You couldn't even grieve. Thank you. But didn't your your parents didn't do that to y'all? They would ask me like, "Why am I playing the, uh, the same <laughs> songs over and over?" My folks, my folks was all in my shit, man. Like they would listen. No privacy. No locked doors. No closed doors. Damn near. <laughs> you bet not, man. Like no you know. No locked doors. Listen. Gracias. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my mom's got me together one time. 
Like I was, I was, I think I was seventeen. I was in a long, long distance. I was stupid. Shorty was in Virginia, mm-hmm. and Shorty hit me with the yo, you know, oh, I'm just going to like a friend's house, something. But it's long, long, long to the show. She went to a party and smashing dude, and I was like, damn, like that's wow. Mm-hmm. Like yo, I was hurt. Like I was hurt, hurt. And I just, I at that point, my room was in the garage. So I just like in the garage in the dark. I didn't watch. I didn't want to do nothing. I didn't want to go nowhere. And then my mom just came in there this one day. She was like, "Yo, you need to get your ass up. Like this is a, like this is shake it off. Right? Atrocious. Yeah. She was like, "This is like, nah. I ain't raising no kid to be like this. What the hell? So what's wrong with you? Like picking through my stuff. Like what the hell? Like yeah. Which you know, y'all was writing notes and all of that, right? The shorties, y'all old enough? Yeah. Yeah, of all right. I'm just making sure." I'm just making sure writing letters, mailing letters to you, shorty. Mailing? Like to go to the postal service? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. That shit. I did that. Hell yeah. yeah I dropped I off like a lot of man or at the mailbox. I would never like I ain't putting it into the postal service. Like that's crazy. I was writing four page letters before four page letters. I'm, you know I'm just making sure I wasn't the only one, man. Well, y'all was mailing letters. I, was I mean, mailing. that's crazy. The only thing I had, I had enough to say was could be on a gum wrapper. Like, yo, do you want to like talk? Like, you, you like, like you ain't write so you go back and Check the yes song. box, no box. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't write songs. You ain't write song lyrics and letters. Oh hell yeah, you already know. Come on, you ain't go to the time, the weather, my nigga, the weather, my mood, all that shit. Y'all wasn't no romance type niggas. Y'all wasn't. I'm trying to figure out niggas. Like, so, like, how, like you don't tell her this? Like, you Man, have to write you would it? tell her, but at the same time, yeah, you got to think. You got to, oh, you got to like, double down. So you guys are, like, doubling down listen, on the point. Like, listen, I told yeah. you this in person, but I'm going to write you a letter, too. Let me, let Joe, me tell you, son. Joe, listen, Joe. Day, the weather, my mood, the song on, that's playing Joe. in the background. Like, Joe, listen. I didn't have yeah. a phone until in my room until I was in high school you understand what i'm saying it's like y'all is different it's like i didn't see a chick until i went to the skating rink and we met and that was a whole week and then in the meantime i'm gonna write shorty a letter man i know where she lives you know i'm gonna write it and then i'm gonna talk to her when i get to school you got my letter and she gonna send me one back with some perfume on it you know what i mean picture a picture of her but i'm just saying why you just pass through her school Come on, we yeah. passed notes and you wrote letters, man. I had a whole box. Oh, of... hey, listen, I had, I had a whole box, box full of letters. Come on, Word. thank you, Rob. Nah, but no, it off is crazy. Though. That's no, it ain't. it off no, is real, man. Nah, just honestly, just putting it like you know how you got to like open the, the mailbox lid and just putting a letter in there and then close it. Y'all fuck it, man. Y'all the letters and the cars with their perfume on it. Yes. That was phenomenal. Yeah, I had, listen, my mom. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold hold listen, wait, wait, wait. wait you got a postcard and you put her perfume on it? No, she put her perfume on it. Oh, all right. I was about to say, like, wait, but Joe, wow. on, Joe, think on, about this, think? Joe. Think about this, Joe. My How do you mother, ask for the postcard? Listen, I had got married. My mother asked me after a day after my wedding, right? Can I throw that box away? <laughs> she asked me. I had been uh, listen. I'm old. I'm 23. When I got married, she like, yo, can I throw that box away? Finally, I still had the box, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> the box with yeah. the letters in it and all that. Man. Wait, I got I got follow up questions. Come on. So was the perfume a request or just something she did on her own? Nah, they did that on their own. They did that on their own. I'll never forget it. The first time I got one, I was in the fourth grade. 
Yeah, yeah. Fourth grade. It was a fifth grader. Her name was McKinney Shapes. Let's go. <laughs> Say a name on, on the wax. Tell you, tell you something. I don't know what, I don't remember what occasion it was, but she ran down on me and gave me a whole card selling <laughs> perfume and all type of shit. Changed the life. Uh, I miss that era. Yeah. I miss that era. Listen, that oh, era was the best <laughs> era, man. Don't yeah, front on it. And then, like, the, the year before that, I was in the third grade. And then, um, one of my classmates had a party, right? I begged my parents, like, yo, can I go to this party? No, no, no. So they finally gave in, right? My pops ended up taking me to the party. So I walked up to the, the door. Girl? I don't know. Was I guess because I'm in the third grade. My third grade? I'm in third grade, son, right? So I walked to the door, pressed the doorbell. One of the girls looked down. <laughs> He's like, it's Robert. And all the girls started yelling and screaming. And my father just looked at me like, what the fuck is you doing? In elementary school. Yeah, these kicks. What you doing, man? Word. Like, I'm just sitting there looking at this thing with, with the crazy look shrugging my shoulders, but he had that smile on him, on his face. Like, yeah. He was proud. Proud as like, Right. Like, and then, meanwhile, I go in there and have a tongue kissing contest in the basement and shit. Ooh, In the third grade. How they, how they, like, vote, though? Huh? I mean, how was the contest? Like, how they vote? Like, how they know? Like, yeah, I have the same shit. Me, me, nah, me and some older girl, and then, um, uh, nigga Adrian Knight, older brother, some shit. Mm. Um, Naming names, man, come on. <laughs> so, wait, so, wait, y'all just like, so, how's it kind of, y'all like, did that at the same time, and people just watch? Yeah, that? Oh, yeah, they doing it better? Kissing yeah, no, 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 no. All right, listen, we're not doing that. Listen, kisses back then was a sport, bro. Don't do that now. <laughs> Joey. Joey. No, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to figure out Joey how to handle it. He's like five years younger than me, so that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was different when I, I mean, Kissing that's... was a sport, beloved. Like, I'm trying to tell you, like, tongue kissing a girl was like a, it was like a step in, like, manhood. Like, and then if you're doing it regularly, like, you're now known as that guy that's a great kisser now. Now, everybody's telling everybody that, and now here you are, like, this is, we're talking elementary school. We're talking junior high. In the early 90s. All the kids who are not going to learn this because of COVID. Yeah, this is not going think to be about in the repertoire Listen, at all. Think about that, the kids that won't learn how much of an impact a letter has. Right. Because we don't write letters anymore. <laughs> well, I'm still they can't even write in cursive. These kids can't even write in cursive. Thank you. you know My mother and father had a book of stamps just out. <laughs> and it's like, I'm using them. Like, let me use, let me get, I was in Upper Bound too, right? So there were people from out of state coming because in the summertime, I was a little gifted kid, you know what I mean? I was doing extra work during the summer, right? So it would be other kids that came from other states, like Maryland, New Jersey, and you deal with a shorty that lives in Maryland, That's that might as well be California. When you ain't got no car and you riding a BMX or a mongoose, so I'm going to write a letter and I'm going to phone you perfectly my nigga and you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna take the the ring binder holes off i'm gonna cut those off so it's a clean sheet of paper <laughs> you hear me and not only am i gonna take the so it's a clean sheet i'm gonna now fold it and write on the outside too oh and the folded letter my nigga and i'm gonna draw something in the corner of it 
And I might write, I love you in the joint. <laughs> Shit I used to do, I was notorious for writing song lyrics in my letters. Song lyrics, brother. Song yeah, lyrics. Up, hey, yo, Joey, I, I bro, that, rap, you write a letter today. That impact that you we talk about, it'll have 10 times that now. Because we all throw it in the text and be comfortable. That shit you put pen to paper, man. Like me, annually, I write a letter to my daughters and I mail it to them. That's what's wrong. Like yeah, now I up. do that. Like, like I tell them, you know, you have heard this out loud. I want you to have it in writing. So when I'm gone from here, I need you to be able to read this and hear me saying it. Right. That's what's up. I like that idea. It's a great Joey, Joey about to get some a pen and paper right now. I can see them. Palm I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start writing some lyrics like yo, uh, colors like, in the fall. I'm gonna put in the Drake, the Drake album. My shorty's asked me today. My ass, my asked right me today like why I ain't get a letter yet. Like yo, the year ain't over yet. <laughs> I oh, think. That, man? Listen, the stuff we used to do when we were younger, man. I used to ride bikes to a shorty crib, man. Oh, fucking I mean, depending on how far it is, that's the same. Damn, I didn't care. Nah, we didn't care. I we didn't care. 40 miles a day. Don't care. That's the, well, then, yeah, then that makes sense to say, yeah, I rode a bike. But if Shorty's like around the corner, then you, know, you could have walked. I ride a bike to a Shorty house, and my homeboy would ride with me half the ride. He would stop off at somebody's house. I ain't going that far. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still going. It was terrible, man. If I would have knew the girl next door, would have been you. <laughs> <laughs> Words. Uh, yeah, no fucking days. It ain't like that no more, man. No, not at all. Good girls next door. Not at all, man. It ain't nothing like that now. These kids don't even write in cursive, man. They don't even teach that no more. Think about that time wasted though. That was some wasted time. <laughs> it was, but it's an art form. It is I, I take form. I take pride in how I write. So you know. I saw somebody writing cursive. I think who was it? Radio. I think radio. You still writing cursive? <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the I can't write any other way. That's the crazy part. Like me trying to write regular letters just don't feel right. It just yeah. flows naturally when I'm writing cursive. Yeah, and let me ask y'all this question. Is there like a secret talent that y'all all have that you just don't do? Like like if you can draw or if you like can sing or dance or some shit like that. I can draw. See, that's like me too. Like I can draw a little bit. But it's, if I ever... What about you, Deshaun? Nope. You don't have no secret talent. Like, yo, I can fold paper real straight up and shit like that. I'm really, I'm really good, at, good at calculating multiplication. Uh, multiplication but... See, that's that's something though. If, you, if you're really good at math, that's something. That's a big deal. Oh, so you wanted them... Smarty niggas that figured out like, oh, if you multiply something by eleven, all you gotta do is add the two digits together and put you know what? Listen, we should be able to tell. Yeah, I, that, I bring it down. Yeah. yeah, we should be able to tell he's good at uh, at math though. The sarcasm and math go like together, <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> sarcasm and math is almost like hand in hand. So why why you send uh, Aunt my way on some some shit? When he was gonna get his master's degree, my nigga, since you're good and all that shit. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, in my, I'm in my master's class right now, and you figure that, that I guess you ain't wanna deal with it or some shit. No, it's not that I ain't wanna deal with
the initial stuff that he asked me to help him with, like I got it, like all right, that this ain't too bad. But he got us some some other like some I'd have to sit there and do research on to like really understand like the form. Like I could do the math. It's just like he, if I had a book, it'd be like all right, break it down like this, that, and a third. But like I'm not about to sit here and learn this shit for you to, to help you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let me ask somebody else who I know. Nobody can say I can sit here and learn this shit. <laughs> You say I'm gonna help you. I ain't gonna learn this shit. I ain't learning this shit to help. Nah, but you think think about all like think about all the math that you learned as a child. Like this shit don't even apply half the time. Right. Nah, nah. That's like somebody. Look, that's like somebody. They 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 want to learn Spanish. They ask you to learn it with them, basically. Like, like yo, yo, learn it with me, man. Nah, nigga, you you do the shit, man. You need to learn Spanish. Yo, de donde está el pobre? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> McGee, what, what's your secret talent? Pause. Um, I can speak Creole. No. <laughs> and that ain't no secret talent. Uh, I would have to say my secret talent, which ain't really a secret, is that I'm a really, really great cool. chef. I knew it. Hmm. Uh, Yo, I saw it's funny. I saw Bobby Flay lose today over cabbage, over stuffed cabbage. Ain't that something? How you losing stuffed cabbage? But they did like, you know, when they start talking, oh, just a classic, you know, cabbage salad. Do you know what a, ca- a classic cabbage salad is? Nah, stuffed cabbage. Stuffed cabbage. My fault. Nah, beloved. <laughs> yeah, me neither. But the cabbage, I know, man, got bacon, got bacon of fat back in it, man. <laughs> It had like ground beef, rice, and he put wait, uh, yeah, I mean, it's stuff. Oh, hey, they seem to enjoy it. That sound like that shit. Sound like that pie. What's it? She gave uh, Aria gave my nigga man. <laughs> <Mutton. it> <laughs> <laughs> oh, that drink. <laughs> I know one thing. I'm about to fucking go make. Well, not right now, but probably this weekend. An arancini egg roll. Hmm. A what? A, a rice ball that's in the form of an egg, egg roll. I like rice balls, of course. And I'm going to make it into the form of an egg roll. I used oh, to do that when I, when I was single and I was living alone and all of that. I would, used to pick a recipe a month um, and learn that and cook it for myself. So then I had five dishes for the week that I would make. Then I would flip it. <clears throat> next Next quarter, I would make five more dishes or whatever. So I kind of got kind of good at cooking, but it wouldn't be something that I could dedicate my life to. The reason why I asked that question, if you got a secret talent, I asked that because I was talking to my father today about if I needed to make money, right? And I had to do something that was work that I didn't consider work that I love to do or didn't feel like work. What is it? Like I had to think to myself, like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like being a chef or being a porn star. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker took it there, man. <laughs> you think, Joe, Joe, you think you could, you think if you dedicated yourself to drawing, you think you could make a living doing it? I mean, I used to draw people, like, you know, draw the people's tattoos for them, like, to put them to take to, like, the, like, I, I could if I felt like it. But the thing nah, is, nah, I, nah. I used to take hate. that take that feeling part off of it. Is it something if you felt like you dedicated yourself to it? Yeah. You feel like you could make a living. All right, good. Yeah, if I had to. Yeah. Well, wait, I had to. Can I just the question you asked was 
I'm sorry, that you asked your pops is if you needed to make money or is it like money wasn't an object and you wanted to do something that you enjoyed? It's like, let's just think about football. Like, I love football. If I could play football for a living, it wouldn't feel like working. Okay, I got you. Something like that. Like, if I, me, I would love to be a baseball player for the rest of my life till I'm in my 50s, you know what I mean? It wouldn't feel like work to me. Well, yeah, Albert, Albert Pujol. I think being like a, a first, like a sports analyst, like the commentator, like Stephen A, I could do that. And like it's not for like talk all day about what I feel like. That's not work. I feel like I could do. It had to be something creative for me to be able to do that. When I say creative, meaning like I'd have to be like a writer or something. Like if I was writing screenplays or movies or something like that, that wouldn't feel like work to me. Why don't you write one? Well, you know, I don't even know the whole process of it. Like, but I really feel like I could be like either in comedy or like I could be like if I could. You'd probably like special specialize in backstories. <laughs> I just don't. They could definitely I, be in comedy though. I'll tell you what stops me. What stops me is like drawing. I'm good at drawing, but the minute I get some sort of criticism about my drawing, I'll stop. I won't even finish something. Like I'll be like, yo, somebody like, yo, that nose look funny or his head a little too big. I'm like, you know what? Done. <laughs> See, here's the thing with me, right? With, with, with cooking, I don't get any criticism. I don't even use recipes. The kitchen is the only place where I can go and find equanimity. I don't mm. think about anything. You understand? That is my. All right, we got to stop. We got to stop. Murray? Yo. Can we look that up? No, we need to listen. We need to have a listen. We need to have a segment when this. Listen, we need to have a segment when this motherfucker use a word like that. We need to be able to stop the show (laughs) and then stop the show, stop the show, and let's let's key in on that word. First of all, we gotta make sure you use it in the right context. (laughs) Are you you ready for the definition? Come on, give it up. It's a uh, mental calmness, Woo! composure, Woo! and evenness of temper. Come on here. Perfect placement of that. <laughs> perfect placement of that word, right? Was that not perfect? Listen, that's a spiral. Listen, that's a spiral up the scene, my nigga. <laughs> for six. <laughs> yeah, Pat Mahomes on the run. Yeah, right, oh, on the run. <laughs> listen, good, good, good word choice. Now, listen, carry on. Equanimity. <laughs> 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 Listen, we gotta pick my guys up. Listen, when motherfuckers is on point, we don't pick our homies up enough. Right, you hear me? Right. Nigga got vernacular capacity beyond <laughs> all constraints. Yeah, yeah. So, so you talk about yeah, in the kitchen. Equanimity. Yeah, that's the only place that I can find it, right? And what stops me in terms of pursuing it as a career is fear. My fear is that if I do it as a career, I'm not gonna love it the way I love it now. Mm. Look how fear stops us from even, you already used a word that perfectly surmises what you're going through when you're cooking and fear literally gets in the way of it. Scary, man. Scary times we living in, man. That's how I feel about stepping on a stage and saying that I am I funny enough. I've heard people years telling me how oh, funny I am and shit like that, right? Not bigging myself up. I don't even think I'm funny. I really just say that I listen, I enjoy 
I enjoy back and forth, like with my people, right? People I care about, people I actually respect and honor, like that kind of stuff. It, stuff might be funny at that time to them, but at that moment, I'm really just saying, this is me having a good time with my homie, you know, yeah, for, him, for him. But <clears throat> it's fear that would stop me from saying I can, I can take myself serious enough to now step on stage and now ask people to laugh at what the fuck I'm talking about. That's silly, man. Right. I did that. You did. You get it, right? No, I did it. You did some did stand-up? That. One time, I bombed, but I did mm. it, though. I definitely bombed, but I, def- I did it, though. <laughs> See, I did it in college one time with my homeboy. He was like the straight man, and I was the goofy dude when I went to college first. I didn't want to do comedy like that. I mean, I kind of just... You know, we I used to go to comedy clubs a lot, and then you know we all be outside in the back drinking and smoking. And, you know, we all just be joking. They're like, yo, you like, yo, you're funny as hell. Like, you could do stand up. Like, word. Like, oh, really? I was like, yeah. And then one day he just called me up there. He's like, hey, we got a new talent. And then I was up there. I just started sweating, and then I just started like reverting back to Jerry Seinfeld stuff that I heard. <laughs> Yeah. That's what I mean. Like that so, right wait, there. Was something you weren't prepared for? Like he just like also on a whim, like yeah, come up here. Yeah, and on the yeah, I had no material. I had nothing written down. I just went like he just like you know, hey, we got, got a new talent here. We gonna call him up, like because one of the guys was late, so he was, they gave me five minutes. You I know was what? Off in three. You know what I was thinking too? Think about this. Say all right, that right there, Joey. You're funny, right? Me. That is, sounds like a lack of confidence and fear that might have stopped you from performing how you wanted to, right? <clears throat> so you're funny. I consider myself funny, pause, right? And other people consider myself funny. Think about how these niggas got famous, like Kevin Hart and shit like that. They had a team of people behind them that was getting their material together, and just one of them had the confidence enough to jump out there. And now he's the face of that whole crew, but at the same time, we all know that niggas write his shit. And it's fear stopping us from doing something that we could all be benefiting from, that we could be, that we call a secret talent and stuff like that. It's like, it's, it's weird how we are just, that is one step away from just being great or millionaires or for, and like totally fulfilled, man. Like we need to start thinking about shit like that. I agree. Think tank. Real shit, man. Cause that's what some of these other cultures are doing, man. They putting their shits together and they're making power moves. Think Tank was sponsored by Monkey Shoulder. Monkey Shoulder. <laughs> monkey Paw. Monkey Monkey Paw. <laughs> I'm with that. I think I think that's a great idea, though. I think like a, a lot of times people have ideas and a lot, you know, they don't want to share it because they don't want to take it. Someone, I guess, quote unquote, take it. But a lot of times, you know, or they feel like they're gonna do it on their own and they don't want to fail. They don't want to jump out there and be on their own with it. When you really got the team already that's around you that can make that something like that work. Yeah, like, it's just you, you got to be vulnerable enough to put yourself out there, and people don't want to feel like that. People listen at that word, like, man. Listen at that word, man. Vulnerability, man. Like everybody always wants to look like they have it together. So Ooh. showing that you don't have it, like that's like scary. Cause now or, it's like, yo, not even that you don't have it, that you need help. Yeah, I need help with this. I need help, you know, just to say that. Yeah, just okay. to say it. We too proud, man. We too proud. My guy said he is 
finding equanimity in the kitchen. Can you imagine the laugh that motherfuckers would give McGee if somebody said, yo, I'm gonna quit work, man. I'm CEO McGee, right? I'm gonna quit work and start cooking. They would clown McGee. Clown him. And when I say they, I mean us. <laughs> like, he did what? <laughs> right? Come on. Be honest. But that's how yeah. we look at people who follow their dreams anyway. We right. look at people and, who and that's, that. that's the crazy part because what I what I do now, that's not my passion. Like, not your passion. Not, not at all. Never been. Never been. Mm-hmm. I just make a lot of money doing what yeah, I'm doing. So it's a means to an end. Right. Right. But if we all had the courage to kind of do some of that stuff and you see people stepping out, like you'd be watching these TikTok videos and people be like, not that I'm on TikTok, I'm just saying you see them through Instagram and the reels and stuff. And they'll see people like, yeah, I quit my job. I was doing full-time this. Now I'm making six figures a month type of thing. You're like, doing what? You know, selling sticky notes yeah. and shit like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sell, I sell uh, whisks on Amazon Prime. Yeah, right? You see what these people are doing? And they're stopping, like, and going out on a limb. And I, if somebody were to do that, they say, I'm going to shut it down and I'm going to sell some bullshit and make marginal amounts of profit on millions of items that I sell on on I mean I wouldn't even be able to put it together in my head. No, that's what we all need a think tank. Everybody put their best ideas forward. And then you take it from there. And they were like, yo, we can do this. Like let's focus on this and that can bridge to that, which will bridge to this like so we can knock everything out. Yeah. But like you said, it takes vulnerability and Encourage, yeah, above all, and that, you gotta, you listen, know, that's a good segue to the battle of Blackwater, right? When I was saying we see these people, and what you've noticed about some of those people, you notice that how how weak these people are in the moments of adversity, man. Like that kind of shit. That's why I say this: that show applies to everything. When war is going on around you, you don't know how you're going to respond until it's time for war, right? Mm-hmm. And then when somebody feels that you're weak enough that they can come to you with some bullshit, I would feel disrespected. Like, yo, hold up. It's a war going outside. People are dying. You give me poison and I'm going to off myself? Or you got to run and go see what your mom said and you folks supposed to be the king. I'm supposed to respect you. Right. Oh, man. All right, listen. I done, listen, I done jumped out there, man. Here we go again. I'm sorry, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, man. My bad, y'all. Why you apologizing? Just saying, man. It's like I be getting red fish, two fish, one fish, blue fish, man. You know? <laughs> My bad, y'all. Nah, you good. It's, it's, it's good conversation, like. Well, thanks, man. I, I ain't gonna lie. I like, I'm a, I'm a process person, so it, it, it takes me a second. Like I'd be, I'll probably listen to this tomorrow and be like, "Damn, I should have, I should have responded to Needham like that." So, <laughs> nah, I don't take it personal. I'm just saying, like, I'm a free thinker. So when I say free thinking, meaning like I, I, I pride myself in having like an opinion that's all my own. I feel like it's all my own. And then when I hear someone else subscribe to it or say something that kind of similar mirrors that, it only is a positive affirmation for me. Mm-hmm. And that's confirmation that I needed. Basically, like you know what I know, I'm not nuts, but I know it's only certain people that kind only, of only only when it comes to backstories. Nah, these backstory stuff. <laughs> if you didn't understand me in the first place about the backstory, <laughs> like I don't know what to tell you after that, man. You know, 
A nigga pop out, pause with uh, out of listen, with pop out the listen. No, not a lollipop. <laughs> out of a listen, <laughs> listen, out of a bando, a bando with a lollipop. You know how wild that is. Are you if you in a bando? Are you listen? Are you opening up a piece of candy on an elevator with a, with people? You're not doing that either. <laughs> so you hop out a bando. With a lollipop, fully dressed, nobody know why you was in there. <laughs> Listen, and you come out now, you the man. If you do it, or you don't. Do it or don't, man. You know, but we let's go. We gotta go. And you the boss. That's it. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying. That's it. Listen, that's it though. <laughs> like, Oh, I'm serious. That's it. Oh shit. That's all the story y'all need, right? <laughs> backstory. It's the drug game, so you don't need no backstory. It's a drug backstory. game. Of course he the man. Look at him. <laughs> it's like nigga, what? <laughs> y'all different, man. I tell you, man, y'all different, man. He was bold enough to have a lollipop in the band though, man. That says enough. Listen, lollipops in the band though, man. Like it's, that's, that's different. That's, that's that, listen, that's a rock. That's a rock group name, Lollipop and Bando. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that that listen, that's not enough backstory for me. I'm sorry, man. We got it. Listen, it's called character development. I looked it up, man. Well, every character start from somewhere, but we don't know where he started. Well, that was his start, right? Well, you don't you don't get everybody like birth story and whatnot. But somebody who as was as impactful as Marlo, he doesn't deserve that. The one, the one thing I will give you credit for saying in in that regard is that, you know, what I'm saying niggas in the game really didn't acknowledge him like that. Listen, they didn't even just they didn't even know who the <laughs> fuck he was. <laughs> it's like they don't know who he was. Man. They just know this motherfucker was a bad person that like you gotta work that you gotta find a way to work with him. That's nuts. Yeah, I, I guess the, I guess the police had more of a backstory on him than like me. There we go. He got a long jacket. That's what it is. His jacket is long, man. But <laughs> but if you if you ask me, listen, even John Wick had a backstory. Even though it was a weak backstory, he had a backstory. A fucking puppy, nigga. Listen, your man don't even got that. So I'm I'm gonna just go ahead and tell y'all this in advance. Um, so Tuesday. Is gonna mark 25 years since Pop passed away. So, oh, 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 what we doing here? What, why are we taking it here? But we, I want to make sure you know, Michael Valley. Yeah, listen, Michael Valley's there. Well, I got plenty to say about that. Yeah, we can definitely talk on that. Got plenty to say about that. Remember the night he passed away because I was actually in Long Island. But listen, we, we, you, don't get me started. You said yeah, not, Tuesday. Not, not, not to, I, we on like two hours to change right now. But. All right, Tuesday. Tuesday for sure. Cause I'm ready, man. Cause listen, I, I reserve my pox slander. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> listen, <laughs> <laughs> listen, man. <laughs> Why though? Why I slander? Ain't, I, ain't, I ain't got no pox slander. Oh, all right. I'm just making sure. Listen. You you don't you don't you, you don't shook a tail feather to plenty pop songs. Don't act like that. <laughs> Only this, pop song I, I recognize is the one with him and John P. That's it. Are you still down? <laughs> yeah. Are you still down? Come on, listen. I, 
I, it, listen, it, the, I was a Pac fan before it was trendy, man. You know, when Pac, when, when he passed away, it was trendy, man. All these Pac fans came out of nowhere, man. Listen, I was Mike Gooley, man. That used to be my nickname. Mike Gooley? Y'all don't even know that's an ad lib. Like, you know what I'm saying? A Pac ad lib, man, you know? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you had all the market value. Listen, my nickname was Gooly, man. People called me Gooly, man. <laughs> Golly, man. You know what? Save it for Tuesday, man. God bless y'all. Yes, I appreciate. Sir. Listen, I appreciate the platform. I don't. I don't. I don't want to wrap the show up. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, I'll let y'all do that. But I'm just saying, I appreciate the platform to be able to talk with y'all, man, and share some of the stuff that's on my heart. Thank you. Amen to that. No problem. And on that note, Internet's 50th episode was a, a great one. Another gem. Yeah, that's we'll definitely a good, good talk. See you next week. Appreciate All right. Peace and blessings, y'all. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'll be safe. All right. Salute to the Steelers. Fuck out of here. <laughs>